0: Korea, but yeah. Korea
1: Korea is in Asia. It is indeed. I have to think back to my 1980 Risk board game.
2: Jesus.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which was your original geography lesson?
2: Yes, it
1: was.
3: We're going to look at Troopers.
1: Super Troopers. Super
3: Troopers. Actually, the exact opposite of the Super Troopers. No, no,
1: no. Sorry, that was a terrible movie. The Pooper Troopers. Starship Troopers.
3: So I
4: wrote down book. Starship Troopers just for you because you don't like Super Troopers.
1: <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm, I know, um, it's not your movie. You yeah, like, I've you never like... been in the state of mind or I've almost <laughs> never been in the state of mind where I would <laughs> actually find it entertaining. I have that
4: recorded. <laughs>
5: Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu.
4: All right. Welcome to episode 48 of Snafu. Right? right. Because we haven't changed the name yet, have we?
3: Not yet. Just We just changed the numbers.
4: Just changed the numbers still? Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we're still going up.
4: Yeah. So, okay. oh,
0: that's good. That's good. right direction.
4: <laughs> yeah. We get to 50, we start counting down, and then people wonder what happens. Is that what <laughs> who is uh, also still appropriate. It <laughs> is seemingly appropriate. Shit. Uh
0: Now when we start the side podcast, we're going to start an episode 100 and count down. Well, I'm saying any
4: episode we do that's live from a bar has got to be called FUBAR.
1: And we should, um, that's a, really? a like good that one. not wrong. You're not wrong. Um,
4: no, I mean. And
1: the one that goes backwards, we should get progressively worse as we go, right? <laughs> I, think,
4: I think we're already there. Progressively <laughs> more awkward again. And well, just, that'd, like, be, nervous that'd be the same episode. Cool.
3: The drunker we get, the worse we are. So.
4: Sure, that's a good point, too.
3: Yeah, but the drunker I get, the more I like you guys.
4: Yeah, we just bring in really bad guests that have no idea what bolt action bolt is. Action is. Oh,
0: we bring in the gun enthusiast who wants to talk about his bolt action.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you mean like every third Google search that I do? Yes. And it's like Miniature bolt action. It's like, here's a tiny gun. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's
3: nice job tiny... on the instant tangent.
4: <laughs> well, that's what we're good at. Very talented people. And I dropped an F-bomb in the first 10 minutes too. Whoopsie. You
1: um, know, I don't even hear them anymore. I know, I don't it's... either.
4: Yeah, That's it, it, a bad sign. That means we need to start counting down all right. Let's uh we're going to talk about a bunch of Bolt Action related stuff as we always do and tangent a thousand times, I'm sure. But we're going to talk about troopers, some total or some starship, starship troopers. Starship troopers? Yeah, as we have called them. They're we're not playing Conflict 47 though. I'll be Rico. There'll be no drop ships. Oh, uh,
1: who's going to be Dizzy? Kill the bugs. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Who gets to be dizzy? It's going to be kind of awkward for you and Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Unless,
1: right. it's Unless it's the book. just the book. I'll be let's dizzy. I'll whatever. take my shirt off. <laughs> All
4: right. right. Yeah. We'll,
3: we'll be back in three minutes. Hope you enjoyed the a minute music. and a half. It, 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 it won't take that here's long.
4: Here's the here's the rest of the Starship Troopers tangent, and now let's talk about hobby. Um, Jeff, Jeff, what are you working on?
0: Uh, mostly printing things at this point off the printer. Okay. Okay. I uh, I've taken a hiatus from painting. I'm not entirely sure why. Mostly just because I don't know. I broke my painting chair.
3: <laughs> oh, I saw your improv fix that didn't hold. up. Oh, out.
0: did not hold up. So yeah, I kind of expected it would not hold. No, up. Not no, no, kind of I of, I didn't expect it to hold up for very long, and it and it met those expectations
3: perfectly. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, at least someone's meeting expectations around yeah, here. Yeah, right? right.
0: So no, I so I took a pretty good long hiatus because it's just. I, it's really weird to sit. I mean, I've got folding chairs here, but it's really uncomfortable to sit for a long period of time hunched over in a folding chair. No, I mean, I'm do sure that. there's people that do it, but sounds like, awful. Is it? Yeah. Um,
1: are they the those metal
0: folding chairs? Eh, well, it's a wood one, but a that doesn't one, really okay. have much more give to it.
4: Yeah, it's not padded or or like correct lumbar support or anything like that. Any of those things. I I'm, I'm mostly, My ass mostly used to sweat a lot in those metal folding chairs because
1: oh, okay. I used to use one when I painted.
4: So. Yeah, it, I'm just, well, mm. yeah, and you also like painted your hand crippled at one point. So, oh,
1: no, that was that happened once. Okay, yeah. Well, all happened
4: once more than it's ever happened to anyone else in our in our in my life. <laughs> not gonna
0: lie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. Anyway, so everything. No, normally this would be a three day fix because I could order the part on Amazon to fix that. But with everything going on, it ended up being a three week fix. So oh, okay. it just takes that long for the parts to get to me. So I'm mostly trying to figure out you have like a computer chair yep. and you have a print in a, a painting chair. I do. It's uh it's it's, it's funny. We're talking about lumber support. It's It'd actually fancy an old computer chair that uh, the back. So like on your, your, you know, your back comes up off the ass of your chair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was my old computer chair and it broke. The back broke like the metal support just snapped. Okay. So basically I had a stool on wheels. Sure. And I was like, this is, like, the greatest thing ever because, like, I can sit in it and I can wheel back and forth on my big-ass paint station. You know, it was wonderful. And then the fucking base snapped on that. Okay. It's the dangers of being fat. You're kind of hard on all the things you sit on. And <laughs> <laughs> it, Ordering specific replacement parts takes while. It takes yeah, a while.
4: Yeah, sure. Kids do thinking, the same thing to stuff, though, so. I've
0: been
1: yeah. thinking about a stool, um, but I'm a little afraid of them because I'm also girthy um, that... <laughs> Because <laughs> I've, I've, see, I've really seen everybody see the video of the guy sitting on the stool and the spoke breaks,
0: and he gets a thing right up the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the hydraulic. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. So, um, right on the tailpipe.
1: Do they make stools with um, with well, multiple fun. legs around the outside of it?
0: Um, <laughs> what? They what? do. <laughs> uh, it's a little weird. To s- if you want a wheeled one, it's a little weird because then it's sort of like the uh, cart you put stuff on an IKEA, and it could just go any direction. Yeah. So it'll really strengthen your core with balance if you do that. But <laughs> honestly, like a computer chair, you just unscrew the back from works really well. You just don't have anything to lean
3: back on. Yeah, just right, don't just lean back. careful when you get done with that and you, Whew Wah mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's a good yeah.
1: idea. Just don't don't add the back piece to it. Just,
3: yeah,
0: i bet that so, all, I, I, I mean, mine broke. I mean, I discovered it on accident, but it works great. Yeah,
4: I, I actually think my next it's desk a paint for you, my next uh, paint desk will be a standing desk, just because.
1: Like straight-up standing, or you do a telescoping, one, telescoping uh,
4: one? You know, I might make it both. I might yeah. make it potentially have the capabilities of doing both, but I have a stinging suspicion that I would feel much better about painting if I was standing. Really? Okay. Well, well hey. dude, I mean, dude, I spend eight or nine hours a day at a desk sitting down. True. I mean, True. I could do the same thing with my work desk, right? I could turn that into uh, you know, a standing desk as well. So, I don't know. I just feel like Keep the things capability of
1: grab your little hands, too.
4: Well, and if you can get it up high enough where your elbows are resting on the desk and you're not leaning over, that actually would be really nice, right? Like I agree. agree. Yeah, and I heard the chuckle in mm. there. You know, just being able to like rest your elbows on a solid space but not have to like be bent over or hunched over at all would be really fantastic.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I think that I I'm not as big a standing guy, but I also don't <laughs> I don't have to sit at a desk for
4: eight hours a day. If I don't want to. I, I try not to, but I end up doing well, it quite frequently. Sometimes you have to, you know? Yeah. I was working I, downtown, I had
0: to and I fucking hated it. I quit right. playing all the video I quit playing every video game I played after that. I couldn't stand to come home and sit in front of a screen anymore. Right.
4: All my coworkers <laughs> tell me to put pants back on if I stand up, so Yeah, that too.
0: Just wear a kilt, Just cut out the middle, man. You just,
4: just sure. put a post it note over your
1: camera.
0: So
4: Well but how do you sh- <laughs> how do you show them what color <laughs> boxers you're wearing? <laughs> Oxen. All right,
0: you wear underwear <laughs> always. That's well, quarantine, baby. It's, uh, it's commando.
4: <laughs> yeah, good point. All right, Zaten has his ear rate, All quarantine I think, on. I think, I think we've done all the Jeff ba- bolt action that we're going to get out of them tonight. So, Pat, Probably. what are you? What, what are you working on? Hobby related, wise? Not just uh, life, but hobby related.
3: Hobby related. Okay, so I've continued to paint some chindits. Uh, they're not going very fast because I threw my back out last week, and so Ooh. oh no.
2: Mm. That's Being slowly just on the mend.
3: Yeah. So, and I started. I alluded to my uh, air, airfield board from Operation Snafu had kind of taken too much abuse in the transportation, and I'm having to redo the runways for it. So I've got that all laid out, and then while I was setting everything up, and I had moved the uh, radio. Stage the radio tower, uh, the radar tower. Uh, I had done a foot modification to that, so I'll be replacing that now too. My foot
4: modification—you stepped on it like Godzilla. Yeah. Okay, that's unfortunate.
1: You shouldn't stand on your
4: tables, man. Yeah. Why are (laughs) Why are you table dancing? (laughs) Just just drinking (laughs) at home like a buffoon.
3: You, you try new strange things when you're when you're home as long as we've been right? at the to so be far. fair.
4: I mean, we were supposed to be in Ireland, where I expected you to be on the tables dancing. So I guess it was kind of expected at
3: some point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I'm working on a new board for *Aversus Snafu for uh, the, one of the Battle of Bulge scenarios. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I ordered all the stuff for that, and now I need to find some place that will have a good. Uh, six to eight inch wide river that I can run lengthwise on the table. Uh,
0: so. I might be able to print one of those. Doesn't say I print it.
4: At oh.
3: this point, I'm looking for a looking for a file, or I just might do something by hand. But Jeff, if you have a file, I'll certainly take a look at that. My printers oh. would I'll, like to I'll, print something other than um, surgical mask holders or yeah, no shit. face mask holders.
4: Well, at least they're doing that.
3: Yeah, I printed out a whole bunch for my kids uh, daycare so oh that's nice she's not there but you know i'm at least can help them out right mm-hmm. they still right. have to be there unfortunately so right and i know when i wear a mask and i go going to the grocery store for 45 minutes my ears hurt
4: Dude. you
3: can imagine having to do that all day every day
4: can can i say one thing like i put masks on to go places now obviously as everyone here does it just makes me want to touch my face more
3: actually i like, find it touch it less when i do put it
4: on well i think it's because i have a giant beard underneath it's probably not helping things (laughs) i I don't have that particular (laughs) issue yeah right have you tried
1: growing your beard so it covers your whole mouth
4: oh it fully covers my mouth right now like i could i could use it so when you go out
1: just comb it down over your mouth and you know
4: yeah i could could do all sorts of fun stuff but i guess that doesn't cover your nose but well, yeah. I mean, half the people wearing their masks yeah, don't wear no their cover their nose anyway, so why does it matter? Well, and
3: then, Jesus, then you yeah. get the rest of them that have the mask on up over the nose, and then what do they do? They pull it down to talk to you. I'm like, <laughs> Yep. The what whole point. on earth was the point of any of that? Well, uh, I, yeah. Well, anyway. Apologies <laughs> to anyone who's listening to this two years down the road and everything's fine and normal again, but. No,
4: I mean, masks will be more prevalent in the future, I'm sure. Uh, maybe not. Who knows?
3: Oh, uh, wasn't that uh, Dreadfired Roberts that said that? Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, they're, they're terribly comfortable.
3: I find everyone would be I think everyone'll be wearing them in the future.
4: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Well, I do know that everyone that shopped at the grocery store that I went to the other day, it was not the the it was the higher end one. I'm not gonna say the name of the actual grocery store, had like a hundred old people, none of them were wearing masks and they were all coughing.
0: Jesus Christ! I was no. like,
4: uh, uh I'm like, get me out of here! Everyone's gonna die, and I was just like freaking out because I'm like, why are these people not treating this like a thing? Like, like you don't have to take it serious, but why did are none go, of you wearing masks and you're all coughing?
1: Did you go during the special uh, time
4: that they said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That's that's what the geriatric hour was supposed to be. No, I was. <laughs> it was like okay. it was like four o'clock on a Thursday. I'm like, I wanted a steak yeah. for dinner. Like I went to go pick up a special steak and it was like Well that dude, was a mistake, steak. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a, yeah <laughs> God. I was thinking okay. that
1: I was gonna have to start. That was tangent
4: in, like nineteen already. Dale, what are you working on? Um I really haven't done anything. Okay, alright, great. Okay, well then well, you're I, in my boat too.
1: I cleaned up I cleaned up and reorganized my um uh, hobby space. Okay. So that um so that I could um get all of my MDF terrain kind of built and see it. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I got my Stalingrad pre-order and I kind of went through that a little bit.
4: Nice. And Just um, rolled in all the f- cool new MDF you got and didn't do anything with it, right?
1: Um I hadn't been I haven't even taken the MDF out of the box. I went oh, okay. And kind of looked at kind of how it's how it's built and what it looks like. And again, I'm, I'm trying to conceptualize everything um, and make sure I have space and it's ready to go when I build it. So. And now you and have a German army, too. Um, yeah, it came with a bunch of Russian and German guys. So. I don't know what I'm going to do with those.
3: <laughs> My Stalingrad book came with uh, the half-price uh, Winter Russians. At some point, I'll do a bunch of Winter Russians. Yeah. The half-price Winter Russians. Yeah, yeah, when you ordered the Stalingrad book, you had the option of picking up a, a half-price box of infantry. Oh, nice. Okay. I didn't even know that. I, was yes. sad. I uh, not see that deal. They still have that going, too, yeah. by the way. Most oh. of um, most of
1: my guys are winter Russians. So
3: I, so I think the option was you could do a box of SS, you could do a box of winter Germans, you could do a bunch of, of, of here or winter Russians or regular Russians. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. They're mm-hmm. one of those, and they're that bigger box count, like the 30 or 40 guys, plastics. Right. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, you're knocking off 24 bucks. That's so, pretty that's, sweet pretty good deal
1: yeah so I I assume that most most folks who've who've done who did the pre-order probably if they haven't seen it come yet it should probably come real short
0: shortly highly possible maybe say Dale before I forget if you look Dewey Cat had a new industrial set of buildings out on uh, Wargaming 3D if there's anything in there you want that looks good to print let me know because I've been considering buying it it's like 25 bucks for a big pack of his buildings yeah he has has new one out
3: yeah I haven't looked in the last two weeks, so. Yeah, yeah,
4: oh. dude dude is prolific. Right. I mean, especially now that you're stuck at home, it seems like a no-brainer. Yep. Yeah, That's I'll, have to, fantastic. I'll have to
1: have a look. Um, I'm trying to figure out how much in industry I can spread or need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll have a look. Yeah, I've, no worries. I've I'm... got quite a bit of stuff, but I'm assuming that, like, a large tractor complex has a bunch of Submachine shops and parts parts places and things like that. So uh, and variety on the board There's
0: ch-
4: Shells and bins place. and yep. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah that yeah.
1: sounds good, Jeff. Thanks. I'll have a look.
4: St. Yeah. Okay. Well that was Dale. Uh I opened Easy Army. Does mm-hmm. that I mean? count? <laughs> something? <laughs> sure. Something. Sure. Wow. I was like, "Huh, I'm going to dabble around here." Uh, no, I actually, I actually, t- hobby related, not necessarily like 100% bolt action, but it could very well be. Um, I'm looking at. I started digging into pigment powders again, just trying to figure out. Like, I wanted to find some different color scheme pigment powders for maybe other things, but I also started like, it, it became a, r- a rabbit hole, a tangent of itself. Uh, so, did you know that soft pastels are actually just pigment powder compressed into? into a stick so you can i didn't know that right so you can go buy a ten dollar pack of uh soft pastels grind them on a in you know however you want to don't use your kitchen mortar and pestle but that's what they recommend um and it turns it
3: just separate from what you cook with? I would
4: imagine. Yeah, probably. I mean, most of these things are non-toxic now. They don't. They don't use much heavy metals left. There's not much heavy metal in any of these. I've but got, got you got can wash them out pretty well. Left over from the eighties. <laughs> <80s. laughs> yeah, you saved it. You frame it on the wall. That'd be fantastic. Um, no, yeah, I was just digging around. Like I'm like, there's got to be a better way to find. Like I'm like, I'm looking at Etsy. I'm looking at all these crazy places trying to find, you know, some oddball colored pigments. Because I was trying to work on another project, and they're sure as shit like you can just DIY it. You don't even have to. You just buy a box of pastels and grind it up yourself.
1: That's interesting. I
4: what I did look at, and I think like having experienced the medium before, I don't think you're supposed to buy oil pastels. I think you need to buy soft pastels or chalk pastels, not oil, because I think they have a different. It has like goo in it or something. I don't know. It's gross. Makes Oils sense. like well, maybe yeah, you don't oil. want the goo. You want the dry. Chalky stuff. So anyway, that's my tangent as I, or my little bit of hobby that I've been able to do as I was researching that. And Did I change tangent
3: onto hobby. Wow!
4: I accidentally tangent onto hobby. I think when I was actually, when when it happened when I started digging into this because like I wonder if I can find. I was of all shades. I was looking for purple pigment. I was like, where would I find purple pigment powder?
3: The secret weapon didn't have so, that, huh?
4: They imagine that they don't. And I also was like, I'm not spending $5 a jar. This is crazy. I'm like, well, there's got to be some other way of doing it. And then that led me into Etsy, which there are uh, a boatload of people that do pigment powders on Etsy. And you can get any color in the rainbow, but they're still like $3 a bottle. And some of them were like shiny. I don't know. It was really hard to tell that they were not necessarily all flat. So that was the other thing is if you're going to buy something like that, make sure they're flat because you don't really want, like, the metallic-y look, unless you do want the metallic-y look, but I didn't, so. And then nice. I found out you could just grind them up yourself. It, uh, what the uh, name is the company? Death Ray Designs actually posted their video on how they use pastels to make pigment powder. So oh, that's nice. where I started going through it. I was like, it was actually kind of sweet. I'm like, that's fantastic, and I appreciated their, you know, sharing their hobby knowledge. So there you go. That's my bit of hobby that I did this month. Nice. <laughs> it seems like nothing but that's okay Uh, otherwise I'm planning my basement to try and figure out where I can have a hobby room and a paint room and my office because I'm going to be at home forever
1: (laughs) why not just do one big room with multiple stations
4: yeah I'm trying to make it well I have to make it so that the space is livable for everyone and I also have to make it so that my hobby stuff can be you know, basically, oh, you know, yeah. I won't say locked up but closed off so Yeah. You gotta hide it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotta hide my hobby. Well, you know, it's always the stupid like I'm gonna cut this piece of metal tab off and it, like shoots across the room and it like falls into a portal somewhere and it disappears. <laughs> and that portal ends up opening up inside my, you know, one year old twin's mouth. Yep. And all of a sudden you're like, what the hell, why do you have a piece of pewter in your mouth? Like you're gonna be dumb in a box or X. So it's not like it's lead. Uh Are they Peter? not?
3: This uh, computer Peter? has
4: lead in it. I think most miniatures don't use lead anymore. I, I will say, but I know that they do recommend um, no one under thirteen handling miniatures.
1: What they do that still? Are they yeah. do that?
4: Yeah. Where, Warlord where metals. The from? What? Warlord metals still recommend that anyone under thirteen doesn't use them. I believe.
1: I didn't know that.
3: Well, like, I don't think they recommend anybody eating them.
4: Well, I know they don't recommend anybody eating them, but I think that's the the way of them saying that they're. I don't I don't know if there's any heavy metals in them or okay. not. It's still a choking hazard, even if there isn't anything bad in them, right? Yeah, that on its on on its own is enough of a good reason, in my opinion, to kind of you know for that yes. recommendation to keep it yeah you know, keep because twelve year olds will stick stuff in their mouth still apparently. Yep. Well, yep. I mean, if I mean, you maybe. lose
1: something with kids your age, they're going to find it for you. So,
4: yep, yeah, so. So we're trying to figure that out and all that kind of fun stuff, and then, yeah, we'll see from there. So that's hobby for all of us. Super exciting. It's amazing how uh, every every time we say, like, or, well, the quarantine, everyone's like, we're going to get so much hobbying done, and I haven't gotten
3: sh- squat done. I'm butt-rated just to shave my hair, so uh, that's really Oh, my hobby, God, but-
4: Yes. Can you take a video of that or Facebook Live it on, on Snafu so we can all see it? Sounds I, great.
3: Well, I'm not I'm not shaving her bald. I, I got guards for the clippers and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Just That's, remember to put the guard on. Right. Uh,
1: you have to. I mean, I'm going to urge reconsidering because at no other time, hopefully, obviously, I don't know the future. Are are you going to be able to like just?
4: grow your hair out as long as you can. (laughs) So true. I I, I feel like
1: in about four to six weeks, there's going to be this viral thing on social media, you know, show us your hair, what's happened and that kind of thing. And all these guys are, it's going to be freaking hilarious. I
4: will wholeheartedly. I I say
1: embrace it. So
4: I, I'm not going to lie. I had a fairly high level meeting on Friday with another company, Doing some brainstorming with another company, and I'm like, I can't turn my camera
3: on. <laughs> 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 like, was, yep. it the, was it the pants thing?
4: <laughs> no, it was the it was the face thing. It was a nine a.m. meeting, so I'm like, roll, like woke up, and I'm just like, still groggy. I mean, I didn't just wake up at nine, but you know, I like, I hadn't, you know, put. I was still wearing my sweatpants. You know, I got in there to get on this call, and I was like. Oh man, everyone's on camera. Shit, I'm like I'm wearing like an old grubby T-shirt and my hair looks like a like like I I looked homeless. Well, you're and the I'm web thinking. guy. Well, that's no kind of fair, nice, Rick. Expect. You
3: pretty much look like that a lot of the times, anyway. Yeah, it's a
4: good point, but to, well, fair. I mean, I can clean up enough, but all of these guys were web guys, though, so that's the problem, right? Like these are like the cleaned up web guys, and I'm like the 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 I don't know the guy in the corner that didn't belong, apparently. So I just turned my camera. I just left my camera off in that one. Anyway. Uh, so let's talk Super Troopers. Or completely not. They're super in my mind. Okay. Everyone is special, Pat.
3: All right. Some
4: people are more special than others. Yeah, these the first ones are great. These are my favorite ones. Not really. And being
1: from a previous generation, I, have to, I feel obligated to say, you are not special. <laughs> <laughs> you are almost yeah. certainly almost like just about everyone else you've met (laughs) that's (laughs) so not true i
3: I always like to think of it this way you are you are unique just like everybody else
4: that is a good way of saying it there you go we're 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 all snowflakes in some way or another right right all right anyway let's talk about green troopers
3: they're just troops
4: they're just troops no big deal all right um no, here's that was quick. That was well, uh, while moving on, let's uh, let's, let's <laughs> get into the podcast. Thanks, guys, yeah, for listening. Yeah. We'll see you hey,
0: another time. All right. I, I've learned to do this watching a lot of YouTube videos lately. Headphone user warning.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got you beat. Hold on. I got hey. you beat. Here we go. Oh,
0: oh, 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 oh that sounded great. Someone
2: turned <laughs> up the... Oh,
4: nice. Oh, yeah. Someone figured out how to use their filters on their soundboard.
1: Well, you didn't talk about that in the hobby.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes, I learned how to talk into a microphone. <laughs> Finally. It only took 47 <laughs> yeah, episodes. Right. We're going to get
1: those <laughs> listeners back.
4: Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll do this again. We'll just do this one more time. <laughs> All right, oh, now everyone's
3: got to go pee. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. I got to go take a <laughs> leap now. <Yeah>. Thanks.
4: <laughs> that's, that's the pee warning. Sorry, guys. Mm, there's a beer uh, commercial right there. That would Boy, i mean—that it did sound really good. Like, I just,
0: ASMR stuff there. That's great.
4: <laughs> just reverb. I think that's all that shit is anyway. Anyway, all right. Green troops—they wear brown pants.
1: If they don't start out that way; they end up that
4: way. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. That's well. why they just put them on. They start with the brown pants, and it's not a problem. What's um, the one what weird is the thing I found?
3: Is, uh, okay, so we're gonna start there.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's a good place to start.
3: The very beginning. It's a very good place to start.
4: Were you we in the Sound of Music all of a sudden? Uh,
3: yeah. Okay, great. It Shouldn't be all of a sudden. It's- hey, I got it.
4: Yeah, right. I'm uh, Julia Andrews' character, whoever that is. That was
1: from Swiss Family Robinson, right? What? <laughs>
4: no, it's from the Freaking Sound of Music. <laughs> Jeez, come on, killing me!
3: Hey, man. Oh my god!
4: You Why does anyone minute?
3: listen to this podcast? I, uh, I was gonna say I'm not gonna listen to this. All right, green troops. Those following along, you can find this on page ninety of your bolt action rule book.
0: What about what page is it in the small rule book?
3: Uh, it usually it's probably ninety
4: two. How about the first edition rule book?
3: <laughs> That's <obsolete>. it's irrelevant.
4: <laughs> How about the German rule book?
3: No, I think that, I think the A five rule book is actually like. Everything's like two pages further in for some reason. They must have done something different in the beginning.
4: Um, maybe next edition they'll figure out how to put them on the same page. Because that, I, I will say, is a uh, from another game system is really s- sweet, slick, right?
3: To have them on different pages? No, have them on
4: the same page. No. Well, like, no matter what size book you're on, it's the same page, right? It, you, you know what else is really awesome is the table of contents.
3: Uh, they have that. It's an right, index. So that would it's be the easy. index they don't have.
4: Oh, index. Sorry, yeah, yeah, index. <laughs> all right. What do green troops do, Pat?
3: Uh, all right. So they are they count as inexperienced. Uh, so green is always inexperienced. Green is always inexperienced. Camera okay. so value is eight. Ouch. Um, but the and some some troops have them costed as one point more per model. Some have no cost increase affiliated with them. So we'll figure that one out. I can't. Uh, the yep. first time they suffer a casualty, not shot at, not a pin marker, but a casualty. You roll a D6. On a roll of 1, the unit goes down and takes additional D6 pins. Ouch. So they could be out of the gate right away. Uh, on a 2, 3, or 4, they stay the same. On a 5 or 6, they immediately get upgraded to regular. So the morale rating goes 9. Go to 9.
4: No, I know. I don't like them where. So that's,
3: that's what green troops do. Uh, so they have a chance of becoming regular. They have a chance of becoming regular, which is why I think we, <clears throat> a, a lot of them have a one-point cost affiliation with them. But sure. then there's some of the entries that just did the same as in regular inexperienced troops. Yep.
1: So um, regular inexperienced troops would be seven points. And yep. if yep. they've got the green rule potentially costing an extra point, they go to eight.
3: Yep. With a thirty yes.
1: percent chance of upgrading after suffering their first casualty,
4: or just not, not being, being relevant,
3: together. or a sixteen percent chance of yeah being having being Up. combat ineffective. Right, or
0: there's or a one in three gone. chance you just got a bunch of regular 42. troops for seven or, or eight points.
4: Right, so you got like a ten man squad. You what they get you a 30 point, 30 point uh, discount. Yep, it's pretty okay. sweet. Not that bad.
3: So All I right. think, in and of themselves, if you take and look at them in a bubble, I don't think it's a one point worthwhile upgrade. Um, if you're if you're going theater and theme, then there are specific troops that have that affiliated with them. Then sure, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, now, where you really can get a little more bang for the buck is uh, like we talked about a couple of episodes ago in the Stalingrad book, where there's that. Isn't that that dude that can, like, make them reroll green checks, or is that the Japanese that have that? I know the Japanese have the Kempasai officer.
1: Which is the green check reroll for the Japanese, yep. yeah. Oh, is there, really? Is, before, is there? Yeah, what, so hang on. So before, I think I, I'd like to baseline this a little bit more before we jump into, you know, how did, um, how whether did it's worth it or them? not. So, so Pat, right. it's apparent that you don't think it's worth it. So um, I'm going to ask you a question here. Um, mm. Do you do you think Nine. inexperienced troops on their own are worth running?
3: Uh, not from the not from the playstyle that I generally run. I do not. I've never put inexperienced troops on the table. Okay,
1: so just as a baseline, uh, just inexperienced on their own, you're not interested. With the green rule, um, in addition to the inexperienced, still not interested. Rick, what about you? Just so we can kind of see, I'm actually so the listeners yeah, can have an I, idea of where uh, we're
4: coming from, right? I'm with Pat. I don't typically use inexperienced other than probably some of the cheesy ways that you might see, like markers and whatnot. If 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 I feel if I'm feeling cheeky, I will make stuff like that inexperienced. But um, I'm actually more intrigued by these than I am actual inexperienced troops. Though I think they can be. There's always a risk that you're going to just lose them. I guess it's true for any inexperienced troop, though.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and the inexperienced difficulty being, even though they're cheaper, that's a, there's an additional minus one to hit, and they're pretty easy to
3: kill.
0: Yeah. yeah,
3: killed with uh, a three.
1: Okay. The,
3: the Jeff, what about for you?
0: Sure. Um, I like them. In any instance where I could take inexperienced troops, I'd rather take green troops. Does that make sense? So I think if they're you, directly you, better yeah. than just standard inexperienced troops.
1: Okay, so would you, having played inexperienced troops, Mm-hmm. Um. You have fielded them so inexperienced on their own. You feel worth um, fielding at least in some scenarios or yep. some situations.
0: There are, there are absolutely times inexperienced infantry units can be great,
1: and then and then the um, the green even makes them better for you.
0: Yeah, the green is gravy on top. That just makes them that much better.
1: Okay, I'm I'm I think I'm with um, I'm with Pat and and Rick on these. Just inexperienced on their own. I don't feel like. I feel like there's better value in regular troops for three more points. It's
4: just they're more reliable for sure. And I Absolutely. and I
1: might I'm I'm I might be one of those players that relies on the plan, the reliability, the numbers, knowing what my options are going to be. So that's kind of where I'm coming from in regards to so. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah, that's. I just kind of wanted to level setting it. No, that's a
0: great question. Yeah. And I don't don't think you guys are wrong. I mean, inexperienced troops can really be disappointing (laughs) (laughs) sometimes, right? Uh, And you can't rely on them to do things that regular troops, much less veteran troops, can do. Right? Yeah. You you can't. But there are instances where I find inexperienced fantastic.
1: All right. So. so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, in addition to the, the possibility of um, of the green option making them better, um, where else would you run an experienced troop?
3: In a so, Russian army.
0: Well, yeah, a Russian army. Uh, an army with a higher end officer to, that can babysit them and give a whole bunch of them a morale bonus and snap yeah. them. Okay. Uh, in conjunction with regular and or veteran troops and you use the inexperienced unit to hold objectives so you're not tying down a veteran, you know, a good unit mm-hmm. holding an objective in the center of the board when that unit could be much better off moving up the board, advancing and pressing. No. So defensively
1: the they're better. I guess they're still just as hard to hit as everybody else if they're in cover. And they in cover. cover, you bet. Yep. Just yeah, easier they're to kill. a
4: little tarp-hitty. Uh, it can be. So, Jeff, out of curiosity... Your experience with inexperience, is, again the level set. Wait, experience
3: with inexperience.
4: Your experience with inexperience.
3: God, high school all over again, right?
4: <laughs> Train traveling west. Uh, no, sorry.
3: Leave, um, leaves the station at four fifteen. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: and doesn't show up till turn six. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe that cost you, you, you two chairs. You no, absolutely do not want to rely on inexperience coming on the board. You right, you have them, start them on the board.
4: No, so, uh, no, I wasn't going there, Jeff. I know where, you're, where you <laughs> think I was going was that your inexperienced truck should not reserved, but you're right. Um, I, typically with your inexperience, is it your French list, though, that where you get additional free units if you bring inexperienced? Um, that's one, I know one way you've played it before. That's one
0: way, I've, absolutely, that's one way I've played it okay. yes. There's another army that does that,
3: too.
4: Uh, Romanians do, but it doesn't have to be an experienced yeah well
3: i uh-huh. think that yours was the theater one i think
4: yeah there's at least another one yeah. uh, uh man why can't i remember the what dutch. it is the touch it was i was one of those but i can't remember which one it was one of them was uh, did allow you to take an additional unit if you took so many experiences
3: same yep. as the french reels. that is yep. the
4: dutch clearly the dutch? yeah if probably
1: you if you're running inexperienced troops as well, they're going to be cheaper, which means you can have significantly more orders. more of
4: them. Well, and especially again, I think that was what I was getting at. Is sometimes even if you're going, to, if you want to look at them, look at like French, where you can buy three and get one free. You're getting well, at now, least not, more value out of it.
3: And again, not all of those are. The green troops, which is mostly what we're talking about, right?
0: Yeah, in this. Yeah, good point, it, it, Right, um, Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm still baselining the whole inexperienced thing. So. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anything that's good for inexperienced will inherently be also probably be good for for green. And I think now, Pat, you're going to dive battery. into those special things that uh, help out the green in particular, right?
3: Uh, so the only one that really helps out the green is that Kempatai officer because he's that he's the only one that I know of that gives you that green reroll as far as. In experience slash green, yeah, you got your the commissar and those two new guys out of uh, the Stalingrad book. Uh,
4: well, and captains, the,
3: majors, captains and majors. Captains and majors. Lieutenants, all those helpers. Polly truck and the front nick commissar. Mm-hmm. Those guys that now remove that minus one oh, penalty sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. for shooting. Right. That's, so so it's got better. Inches, but, I mean, yes, that... I might very well have thought about a list around those particular guys and might have ordered some Russians based on that, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what, so
4: what Pat's saying is you might play inexperienced at some point.
3: Um, yeah, I haven't put them on the table yet, but I like my first answer was where do they belong in a Russian army.
4: That seems reasonable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, so, well, and there's bamboo spearmen.
3: Bamboo spearmen who are who are green. Yeah, uh, Japanese militia squads are green. Okay. Uh, Soviet inexperienced entry is also green. So that free squad that Russians always get yep. are green. Yep. Uh, the People's militia, which I believe is also Russian, they're also green. And I think the Germans have the Luftwaffe field division, and the Volkstrom are also the Volkström are also green in the German armies. I don't that don't recall ever seeing an entry for green in British, and I don't recall seeing an entry for green in the uh, United States.
0: Mm, um, yeah. uh, if there is, there might be a special unit in Battle of the Bulge, but I don't know for sure. Right, not would, in the base book anyway.
3: But not in the be, base book. Yeah. It would have to be a campaign book. Yeah, it Like
4: it like some kind of replacement squad or something. Yes. Probably.
3: Yep. So we, green troop are kind of rare, and like I said, sometimes I see that they're a point more per figure, and sometimes they just simply aren't. I think
0: like, there's okay. uh, there's an Italian unit that's green as well, mm. but why are you playing Italians? Because <sighs> the miniatures
1: look great. Because yeah, really that's do why look great. you're playing Italians. Because
4: you like the Auto Belinda. <laughs> that's also very possible. And, and if you're looking at the models, it's not the inexperienced green models that you're probably taking. So uh, the, the, I'm gonna go look now. The whatever they are, I can't. They can never say it. The, 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 the goggy. I don't know how to say their names. You called these. them the bulldoggy the bul no bulgogi, which is the food. Okay. It's, 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 yes, the it's it is. It's Korean. I made some of that yeah. the other day. It's good stuff. It is yeah, good
1: stuff. We did too. It's really good.
4: Wow, everyone's on a kick for Korean food. Apparently, all right. Um yeah. I just think they're, they're okay. They're again inexperienced troops. Uh, really, would hate to roll that one though. And then roll a six, and then you're like, I don't like, think oh, the shit. one is
1: that bad, honestly. Taking an additional D
4: six pins. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, you just you go down. You're gonna have to them. rally. Yep,
4: you're just gonna have to rally them. I mean, it's is a reality of it. But as That's long true. as they're still there, and they would be, I suppose, because that has to be the first pin you've
3: taken. Yeah. Bamboo spear fighters are five points a model. Are you kidding me?
1: It's really hard to eliminate guns. units unless you're charging them. So
4: sure. Well, you know, if, I mean, if, if they put seven pins on them, it's not that hard.
1: Um, like, yeah, but then, that then you're dedicating more firepower into that unit. It's like,
3: I, yeah, that I mean, cost you a fraction of what the other stuff on the table did.
4: Sure, I mean that's not to say that's not that is true. Right. But if it would be purely luck at that point, right? You shoot at the unit once, you put seven pins on, it, you shoot it again, and it's gone. That's, I would take that chance if I could. If I thought I had well, so to so in that scenario
1: it. you've you've shot them uh they rolled yep. a 6 which is pretty crappy um yep. they go down so you're hitting them again with something that caused d3 oh no 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 they're eight so yeah one more yeah yep. you're right yeah
4: only one more right. pin is necessary if you've got seven right. pins on them so one more
1: pin and only one more
4: yeah so I would take that chance so, yeah cuz you're not going to hit them. with like you, you, if you need to put another three pins on then no it's not worth it Anyway, what were you saying, Pat? Yeah, that's, that's you're right. That is nothing. Yeah. I
3: just looked up bamboo spear fighters and see that they're five points the model. But mm.
4: Just throw up in your
3: mouth a little bit. Well, still no, they still so don't. do not have. They don't guns. have a rifle, which uh, appears to be three points, uh, a four point cost, or four or five point cost.
4: Three point. It should be three, three point. points, shouldn't it's it? Three point. Yep. I mean, give or take. Right, because if they're five points and they get rifles and they're green, they would make them eight points. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, they so, get fanatic for free, like everything in that list does. Yeah, and not, bonsai it's, and all Does not all the rest go of down it. that rapid hole. Yeah, I'm just they saying is like so that would make them processor. on par with everybody else, except for that they have fanatic on top of it, which is yep. what makes them really good because they don't give two rips about seven pins and bonsai and, and bonsai
1: and the kempo yep. officer, which lets them reroll that green check. So there's sweet, two yeah. chances on a five up, they go from inexperienced to. Two. Regular, and which makes them a lot harder.
3: And there's also those uh, the the mixed. There's that mixed special rule that like the they have like different varying regulars and whatever in there. Uh, with that rule, they're, they're counted is green. But if they stay regular, or sorry, if they get advanced to regular, you roll again and another five six, they become veteran.
4: Yeah, there's a couple of units like that. Those almost always have a point increase though, in cost. Yes,
3: yeah, so that's like a two point, yeah. a two point increase for sure.
4: Mm-hmm. But totally awesome if you can pull it off. I don't. I, I've, I've never seen it done. It'd be awesome. But with my luck, I'd end up. All my dudes would shoot themselves in the feet.
3: Well, that's a thing too. Yeah, it is. Okay, so how how do you deal with them when someone's brought inexperienced infantry spam? To your regular
0: start pinning everything in sight. <laughs>
3: it's all inexperienced, yeah, right? Inexperienced an and/or green.
0: Yeah, spread the pins. Okay,
3: wow, well, because you can get some massive. You can get those full squads yeah, well, relatively cheap.
1: They're they're sure. not going to be able to shift you, so because um, they're not going to be able to hit you, and they're not going to charge you in hand to hand combat unless they're oh. fanatic.
0: Yeah, so, so unless they're the Bamboo, spirit, bamboo guys, they're not going to be charging. Right. So,
1: right. you know, find your space, occupy it, and then play defensively and have them smash yep. against your wall. Yep.
3: 84 okay. points for 12 guys.
1: Right, they yeah. can't hit the broadside of a barn and aren't going to risk charging you. So.
3: Right, they're generally speaking almost always hitting on sixes unless you've really yeah. made a severe tactical error. It
1: you can yep, definitely you need to put go a lot down. of dudes on the table, so
4: yeah. Okay, uh, do we have any other thoughts on how to deal with them? I I, I mean, it, it really comes down to you want to throw pins on them as best as you can, and you want to spread it out. As, as I mean, it ultimately comes down to how many they have. Yeah. Do we?
0: Okay, so let's talk about the hardest one to get rid of: the bamboo spear fighters. Do we have a strategy right. against them?
3: Being that they're what fifteen men strong, yeah, fifteen. Being 20? that they're not going to give
0: a jack jack and sh- sh- shit about pins.
4: Um,
0: you, All right, you, so you can they're
4: unique of, in their own way, right? Yep. Can
1: yeah, so it's so you can snipe or, out your Kempitai I mean, the other officer, way is you actually
4: have to treat them as a threat. Um, yep.
1: Yeah,
4: he, that Kempitai officer's got to go. Yeah, he, he used to die.
1: Yep, and you you can you can do some kind of guys job. so much hate. Um, in order to yes. effectively counter that list specifically, you almost have to build the list going into it to counter it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that you could with an all comers list really. You know, unless you're packing a shitload of he, and even then, you're trading you're trading down almost. <laughs> all the time in that
4: scenario for sure yeah
1: so it's you know because you, you shoot know one of the units and they go down and you kill four guys and the 12 other units are still crossing the board so.
4: you know what you know yep. what list actually does really well against that the Nebelwerfer list
0: it does okay
4: yeah. you know what yeah. does even better than that though no, the the five flamethrower, the vehicle flamethrower
0: list. <laughs> yeah, flame
3: flamethrowers will will take yes. care of that. Just take fine. care of any experienced
4: yep. squad for sure because they they do care about that flame tro- flamethrower check, don't they?
3: Well, yeah, their their main weapon is flammable.
1: Yeah, you just have to hit with it <laughs> in there. You have to take a have to take a check. Oh right,
4: crap! Then. My stick is burnt. My, my stick is burning. <laughs> and that's I need um, to get out of here.
1: That gets past fanatic. So yeah, yep. yes right. it
0: does. Although, but it's dangerous because you can only get six of them in a straight list, so you better not miss, or you're going to have to send two per unit to make sure you hit. Right. You know. Yeah. And the tank is great, except you can expect to see the suicide anti tank guys in there with them, and then you got to defend against them. Oh, absolutely. So. Yep. It's still that's yep. it's just you're not a guarantee. All of that. Yeah, it's not a hard counter at all. It's a counter, just not a hard one. Mm-hmm.
4: Have you it's tried a making a five flame? <laughs> try making a five flamethrower list with three nubble wharfers in it if
0: I'm gonna have more than two nubble Warfers I would have more flamethrowers I mean because I have to go to second platoon and okay. just more flamethrowers at that point oh yeah, point. it's just, it's yeah, just
3: sick point. that 15 guys is 75 points in those bamboo spear throwers
4: yeah they're they're to your point Dale you're always trading down against that list and yep. you're just gonna to have to deal with that
1: mm-hmm. I mean it's just just right it's it's the scalability of the selection um, and how the power of it grows expo- not exponentially but nearly exponentially the more of it that there
0: is right so, unlike a nebular warfare, there's not really diminishing returns on taking more
3: of them
4: right
0: right
1: yeah and so it's
3: gurkas even eventually probably lose to this just based on the fanatic well your point it's, cost it's is game, so yeah. your yeah your point cost yeah. is
4: so much more it's well, a you does one on them for sure yeah See, the the Japanese player can just keep throwing spearmen at them, and they will eventually go away. So you might lose three units to your one, but you're not going to have anything left when that's all said and done.
1: Right, he's going to grind you out. And that one time where you roll like utter shit, then you lose. Mm -hmm. And now the two units he sacrificed to do that have paid for themselves pretty easily.
4: And now he gets to clear the board in other ways, Yeah. yeah. Anyway... This is not a conversation that was meant to, to, to rally around the Bamboo spear Fighters. But it does, because they're probably the best of the green troops, quite honestly. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Because of everything else that's baked into them, for sure.
4: For sure. Yeah. They get all the extra rules. yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's move right along to shirkers. They, they wear those little fez hats, and they ride little things in parades.
3: So shirkers, those the ones that
4: have them. Shrugs. This is a yeah, three-point
1: yeah. downgrade. Most of our listeners aren't even going to have any idea what you're <laughs> no, I know. to right there. Well,
4: they can go look up Shriners and figure out what I'm talking about.
1: They're, they're the Easter Seals guys, right?
4: Uh, I don't know exactly. No, They're the Illuminati. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh,
4: I don't actually... They, they run a hospital. Among other things, yes. They run a yeah. children's hospital. Yeah. Cool dudes. Wear cool hats. Oh, anyway, they do, a lot, of, they do so, a lot of good work. They do. Uh, so back to shirkers, though, which are not shriners. <laughs> make me take that whole thing out. <laughs> no, you, why? 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 You don't have to take that out. Come on, everyone's having fun listening to us while they're not doing anything <laughs> else and ignoring their coworkers and families. Um, uh, so shirkers are. My, my
3: coworker keeps stealing my freaking Cheetos and candy bars from my desk, what? and she's three
4: oh okay well that that does does happen from time yeah, to time right
3: okay shirkers uh so these guys generally speaking are a three uh, three point um discount per model downgrade downgrade sure uh so they must always make an order test regardless if they have pins or not if they have any sure. pins, they're always counted as double Yowch! if they got win that that counts as two uh that's just on the order test, yeah. So, so um, everything
0: I like about green troopers, I hate about shirkers. <laughs> yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't, I think this great. is a shirkers. Why
4: would you take them? Right, they will, like, they will literally not know how to shoot their guns.
3: Uh, four point guys uh, that can't yeah. move or
4: do anything. You uh, unless you they never.
3: They, yeah. they don't need to move.
0: If you can get a horde of them on an objective, they can sit on it. They're cheap sure, if they can sit things. on an
3: objective. If you can They're get really them there. cheap order dice for ten guys. Sure. For how many points? Four points? Four points a model. I'd and rather have, take a machine they have guns gun. They right? you, you want? right? Uh, yes, they have guns. Speaking of which, you want to hear the worst of them? The Russian yes. uh, Strafbat? The first five guys have guns. And you can take oh, seven yeah. more without guns, and you make them shirkers. And all of a sudden, you've got a twelve-man unit for twenty-seven points. Okay, that's good worthwhile. Fucks. That's that's a machine gun without um, without being a machine gun. <laughs>
4: uh, that's good. I mean, that's that one's silly. That's that is silly. I'm not going to lie.
3: Yeah. It's like really.
4: Although, so if they take a pin. It's two pins. Yep, oh, for, I mean, for order, order tests. Yeah. For order checks only. Okay, so not for shooting purposes. Right, just
0: order
3: checks.
4: Okay, well, right. still, I mean, still, yeah, once you get a pin, you're not moving reliably anymore. Well, not Twelve to be guys moving.
3: for 27-point order dice that are just going to gum things up.
4: As long as they pass all their checks, right? Because that's the other part of it is they always they, have to check even if they, they don't some, have a pin. They need some babysitting. They definitely need babysitting.
0: I mean, that's good, but you used to before they fixed
3: it be able to get one-point partisans with pistols, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was, that was silly. Yes, that was the partisans. That was, I was actually just going to mention that. But Those that were fixed. shirkers, weren't they? You could get
4: them as shirkers, right?
0: Yeah, that's what got them down to one point. Yeah.
4: No, I was downgrading their rifles to pistols.
0: Uh, the inexperience down to pistols got them to four points. Is that what it was? Making them shirkers took them to that's one point. That's right, right, okay. You couldn't 20, have both. 20-man 20,
3: 20 unit for a point, for 20 points.
4: For 20 points, I I yes, yeah. That was stupid good. Well, obviously too good because that was not
3: intended. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so what that's this the one does... time. I would say, that's the one time you take shirkers is when
3: you get one point guys. <laughs> yeah, don't it, care Otherwise four point guys isn't quite worth it. Uh,
1: no, i I don't mind these guys actually.
3: Uh, there's not a lot of not a lot of them that have them,
1: especially right. the the Russian version of them because
3: like they needed another tool.
1: Um, yeah, because that actually could potentially free up some points in other spots to take. Higher quality, higher impact. Not that the Soviets need it,
3: but. Some veteran scouts, maybe?
1: You can, yeah, you can really go, <laughs> you can really go, you, c- you can min max so hard with the Soviets, it's ridiculous. So,
3: mm-hmm.
1: And this is one of those options to do that.
3: So. Yeah. It, it You're 12, 12 guys. For sure. 27 points.
1: But I'm thinking okay. the modeling opportunities. I mean, unbelievable. Because right, so I'm a lore guy. Rifles. So. <laughs> they
3: you give them like broomsticks or something or.
4: Uh, they <laughs> shoes, they get shoes maybe they're like the, old, shoes the
3: old Sven and Oli joke That Sven yeah. goes into the into the army And they didn't have a rifle So they give him a broomstick And just tell him to go bangity bang bangety bang So he's doing that And up in the line he's running around He's doing Bangity bang, bangety bang These guys are falling everywhere One guy keeps running at him He goes bangity bang He keeps running at him he goes bangity bang He keeps running at him, bang. running at him. Runs right over him Going tankity, 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 <laughs> There's a little improv Sven and joke for you. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I
4: don't know the last time. I'm not going to lie, Pat. I don't know the last time I heard a Sven and Oli joke. I'm not going to lie. Well, you uh, don't get my
3: dad's emails.
4: it <laughs> <What> was Oli <laughs> in am probably great, I'm probably grateful that I did not get your father's emails. Um, <sighs> I, I don't even like my own father's emails. Right. Uh, anyway, all right. Um <laughs>
3: The modeling yeah. opportunities and with the unarmed guys is where Dale was going.
4: With broomsticks. With broomsticks. And they all look like Sven. You can oh. get one guy on a horse and seven
0: guys with coconuts.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: there you go. Uh, sure, sounds great. Um, uh, the Germans also have a, the, the Ostruppen. Ostruppen. That's as close as I'm going to get to correctly pronouncing something. Yeah, that
4: one's that one's at least a little bit easier than some of the other ones. It's not a weird, weird Wiggly lines over it and stuff, or dots. We I mean, probably should be, but that's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, <laughs> that you deal like you deal with them like any other, like any other inexperienced. Get a squad. pin on
3: them. Just get that yeah. first pin on them. Right, and let them just start suffering themselves, and they're <coughs> not some place that you need to go through.
0: And pin them early when they come on the board, when they're close, to, like far away from anywhere useful as possible. Just get one pin on them.
4: Well, I mean, they still have to take a check without a pin on them, so. Right. Yeah, that too and inexperienced. oh for sure they will definitely be just only? that much worse with a pin only so deal with them if a, you have to they're testing on yeah. sixes ouch yeah it's brutal uh,
1: I mean yeah only deal with them if you have to
0: yeah, yeah
4: right well that's
1: general rule of bolt action play only deal with the units that you have to okay.
4: that's right that's right hey this is really yeah, easy you, guys you this can't game ignore is simple everything this game is simple just ignore everything that doesn't matter yeah, got that's, it. that's a long
1: yep. way towards being a successful bolt action. If you want to win a game of
4: football, you have to score more points than your opponent. Right. Thanks, so, man. Yeah. It's, it feels very <laughs> Maddenish. <laughs> <laughs> just ignore it, everything you don't need to deal with. All right, got it. Um, okay.
3: Gosh, I've been overthinking this game way too much. I know. Right? Yeah, ben, Jesus.
4: It, it, it's that simple. It's really that simple, guys. <laughs> it's that simple. It's like any game, just ignore everything else. Okay. Ignore
3: what so, you don't
4: need to deal with. So the other one you cannot ignore. I, mean, I think this is one of the few that I think we probably all agree is really good. Is The opposite is stubborn, right? Yeah. Stubborn's pretty good. Yep.
3: I like it. Most of your paratroops, I think all the paratroopers have it. No, yeah.
4: Now, that's correct. Yeah, they corrected that problem. Corrected I don't think it's yeah. that good.
3: So stubborn troops, really? uh, whenever okay. forced to make a morale check, they test on their base morale. And they don't count any negative Always. pins for that test. Always. Yep. yep. Not for the order check, not for shooting.
1: Situationally useful.
3: For a point. With point
1: very few model. situations.
0: i find more situations than you'd think, but I'm not gonna like sing the virtues of stubborn being the greatest thing ever, but I think it definitely has its virtues.
1: And actually for a point, it's that's not a bad point upgrade. <laughs> it's yep. pretty good actually.
0: Um, point, for like a point that upgrade, yeah. Point
3: upgrade over tough fighter. I would not I wouldn't. Not. not even close. Oh, okay. Not even close.
0: Yeah.
3: Well I've I've had instances where I've had um, paratroopers and taken the inevitable six on the opening medium mortar shot, and it's like, really? And, you know, wiped half, and then he's, like, three pins on there, and I test, and I still roll a nine. He's like, oh, they're all gone. I said, no, no, no. They're stubborn. So they're sticking around. Yep. So, I mean, isolated. It doesn't happen very often, but it can really make a difference between losing a squad and not losing a squad.
0: Absolutely, I think I'm not saying it's a bad rule at all, it's just not something I go out of my way to have
1: It happens so rarely that I don't, I wouldn't plan for it. What, in that scenario the benefit of having them stubborn means that you don't necessarily have to go down on that mortar shot, because you know that if you get hit and you take half casualties to force it, um, you're stubborn so you're still going to stick around
0: Yeah it's a play style choice, though. See, it's like sure. you play a lot yeah. of, you know, if you play a lot of veteran guys, you're going to really value stubborn because you don't want to lose them on those random mortar shots that right. happen just to hit.
3: They're, they're veteran on top of things.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Or if you're going so up against
1: good. a five flamethrower list, having stubborn bros out there is going to make a difference.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it can be a huge I mean, difference. And I don't know. I, it's, like I said, it's not bad. It's just not great. It's To me, in my play style, it's not great.
3: It's a defensive. It's a defensive bonus.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, correct. I can't remember when that game I, was.
1: I that think it allows you. you to play more aggressively, personally. So, which I guess makes it a defensive bonus. Yeah.
4: Yeah, once once you're where you want to be, you're you're good to go. So, mm-hmm.
1: for uh, me, I've learned I've learned that um, the best way to um, uh, to um, keep from losing your guys. Is to go down, and that doesn't cost anything.
3: As far right, as the point goes, that you don't always have that option, depending on where you are in the turn and what you've already committed to. So potentially, um,
1: well, yeah, you you always have the option; it just might not be the best option.
3: Well, no, not if they already have an order of dice because you've already done something with them. Right, because that's right. going to be the other side effect of having stubborn troops is you are going right. to have a smaller army
4: typically.
1: Well, I, uh, and and that's and that's a fair point. So the idea being that um, if 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 you've pulled all of your dice early in the turn and you're in that scenario, right? So, yep, and it does, it, it gives you a, an extra bit of protection in those game situations where that kind of stuff happens. But I find that in my particular play style, I'm able to mitigate quite a bit of that. And then if I'm unable to, then just extraordinary things happen. And that happens in all of the games. And I don't, that's just like, okay. So, but for a point, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not too bad. Like I said, it's a good defensive bonus, and I, maybe I was talking it down a little bit too much, but yeah,
3: yeah, all right. I mean, it's not like you have to outflank with them.
1: <laughs> no, no, but being stubborn on in reserve doesn't help you really. So,
3: all right. So, on the other side of it, how do you how do you deal with them when they're when your opponent has them?
0: I make no difference between a stubborn veteran unit and another veteran unit. They're just a unit that, if they cause me trouble, I shoot them. Right. <laughs>
3: yeah. Go back a couple minutes ago and see our our, uh, our tagline for Bolt yeah. Action Strategy.
4: Just don't ignore
3: these. That's what I'm saying.
4: Just,
1: make, don't ignore these. Yeah, make sure that, that they're they're attacking you and not the other way around. So mm-hmm. get to that spot before they do.
4: Sure. And and definitely, yeah, just shooting at them makes sense. Yeah.
1: And if if they get there before you do, then you should be pressing other parts of the line.
3: Yeah, because they're not they're they're going to be veteran. They're, they're gonna just be harder to, move to shift. Off an objective.
1: Yeah, they'll just they'll just be harder to shift. They're very hard to shift.
4: That's Jeff, right. do you remember our game in at Adepticon when we were doing the team tournament? And we had to move that. We had to shift that stupid, stubborn paratrooper unit off that objective. You mean that
0: unit we pinned out.
4: Yeah, we pinned out, but it took us a lot of freaking firepower to like, get it to go away. Yes, it did. But it eventually went away. It, did we win that game? We did. Okay. I couldn't remember if we won it or not. But, yeah, I remember I remember focusing fire. But that's right, because it's the only thing they move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, okay, we'll shoot at the one unit you presented. That's right. Yep. I remember that with now. With everything we got. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Didn't I do that to your Rangers, Rick, in our last game?
4: Well, that's, yeah, because nothing decided to show up. Or uh, Well, yes, you lit my Rangers up for sure.
0: Rick was trying not to remember that. I was...
4: I don't... Yeah, dude, I've been talking to my therapist about that game for a while. Wow. (laughs) No. That was a bad, bad game.
1: And your therapist is making bank off your bolt-action play. Right. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Ooh. Ouch. Uh, Wow.
1: Okay. Bolt-action luck. Your bolt-action
4: luck. Yeah, my dice therapist. Uh, yes, I mean, uh, that's dice just, therapist. That's where I was I have a, I have a witch doctor for My that. observational bias uh, therapist, yes. Uh, are we going to just talk about these? We're not going to talk about any other cool ones, like Fanatic? Or...
3: We could, sure, if you want to improv the agenda.
4: Well, what's the other one? So Stubborn, what is the other one that everyone likes that's better than Stubborn? Not Fanatic. There's another
1: Blimey one. Fighters? Well, Scary Blighters is an incredible
4: one, T- yes. Tough Fighter? Tough Fighter? That's the one. Tough Fighter is the one I think everyone, I would rather have. Not, not every...
3: Tank Hunter? Yeah, uh, not I, Tank I,
4: Hunter. I would take Tank Hunter on everything
3: if it if were it didn't free. If it two points? Yeah. I would, I would take Tank Hunter for a point to model.
4: It, on some units, for sure. Maybe, yeah. I, I wouldn't, but that's okay. Yeah, pr- I would probably still prefer it free, but... You know what would be really awesome is if they may uh, well okay this wow, is me throwing out free. an idea. How about one unit in your army always gets it for free? Uh, just just one unit gets it for free. Cuz there's dude the Americans were like making gooey sock bombs and shit. Like they did. that was that didn't cost them 2 points.
3: Cost them socks.
4: Cost them socks. That, I mean that, but the whole
0: point of that is they had to improvise. That right. wasn't a standard thing well, they a teenager, no, I was right. making lots of gooey sock bombs. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
2: Wow! <laughs> uh, <laughs> it got late real quick. Oh man! Wow!
4: I am leaving. Yeah, no doubt. Everyone's been drinking or something. Oh, jeez! Uh, that's the opener. What are you talking about? <laughs> when I was a teenager, I did. Yeah, that's that's perfect. it's right, so that's tough a, fighter. That's a good cold open right there. All right, uh, so tough it, fighter.
3: Here's, here's my here's my first thoughts. It's on just, tough fighter. It's good. So there's lots of ways to get it. Um, there, I think a couple of Jeez. units have the, still to, have the correct pointed cost. and that, uh, if the unit comes a tough fighter, it's paying a point a model for it. To upgrade that tough fighter to an SMG should always be two points and not three points, because that seems to go, that seems to vary between units sure. and books and everything. Yep. So there should that you know if anyone's listening to doing a radar or an FAQ would just put that out there. If they already have tough fighter. Go to SMG should only be two points more. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think they know that. You're right, mm-hmm.
3: but that's not how it's written in several books. A yep. lot of times in the same book. Yeah. Yep. yeah, fair. That's a good point. And of course, tough fighter is the one that gives you the extra, uh, an additional attack after right. you've successfully attacked it in in close quarters.
1: Yeah. Yep. Why do we like that so much?
0: Well, it was better in first edition. Let's well, I mean, just be clear.
3: Got right out two yeah. attacks.
0: Yep. But it's still, right. yeah. I mean, it it is often the difference between winning and losing an assault, is being able to get a couple extra attacks in there.
4: Sure,
3: yeah. And we'll also hold, give someone a moment of pause from assaulting your tough fighting troops, too.
4: Yep. Definitely is a deterrent. Yeah, assault being
1: as decisive as it is... Oh, and it's brutal. ...the most efficient way of impacting the game, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. Um, having that advantage is... Worthwhile and and clearly, tough fighter on better troops is even even more cost efficient. So, um, yeah, love tough
3: fighter. Tough fight your veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and great. it's
1: it's and assaults are fun, you know. I mean, it's like all right, here's here's what we see. You know, you win and lose games based off of that. So,
3: well, assault mm-hmm. is a playstyle mode. It is, yeah. That's mm-hmm. not for everyone, but there are times even if. Even if it's not your playstyle, that you, it's just the right thing to do. Great. Right. Yeah. Gurkhas charging a transport with troops in it is always the right charge to make. Well, but that's a, that's a whole different animal. That's a whole the, different tough fighter. Like,
1: Gurkhas char- charging yeah. anything is the right call.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, that seems to be like us playstyle
4: around Gurkhas in general. But usually, charging a unit inside a, in a, a transport is always a good choice. Anyway, almost always. Unless oh. there's Gurkhas in the transport, yeah, it <laughs> Unless, transport. <laughs> Unless it's the Gurkha truck, then don't do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: but you're always, yeah. I mean, it's just you're gonna you're gonna be hitting Simo. Simo, that's the biggest thing, right? Uh, no, you're not. Oh, you're not.
3: If you're assaulting troops in a transport, you're swinging first. Oh, right, right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you're not Simo. Good point. And that's why it's awesome. Yes. Yep.
4: Well, that's why it doesn't matter if you're Gurkhas then. Any veteran troop against another veteran troop, you are going to do just fine.
1: It's also awesome because you are likely going to win that because you wouldn't be charging it otherwise, right? And if you do any at the end of the turn, and they're closer to that transport than the enemy Kablooey, the transport yeah. goes away, so right.
3: I got an odd rules question for you guys. You to think Uh-oh. about this.
4: Here we go. He tangent an into bolt action.
3: I did right. Yeah, good that's, job. That's the proper way to, that's the proper etiquette of tangenting. So you've got a transport that has been hit and rolled on the chart, disabled. Okay. Okay. So the troops are thrown off, and they're wherever. And subsequent rounds, if you have a unit, then enemy units close to that transport, than any other friendly, do you take that transport off the board, or you tip it over because it's disabled? Because in the transport rule, they say they drive off and they they take off whatever they leave, and they're a casualty.
1: Probably just counts as destroyed.
3: But if it's disabled already, how does it drive off? They fixed it.
1: Yeah, it just counts as destroyed. I don't think the they decided
0: they or... they drive out on the flat tire.
4: Right. They're like, we're out of here. I don't care if we have
0: <laughs> four wheels. We we'll wreck the rim. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Oddly yeah, enough, right. when, I, when I was in high school, uh, that's how we got one of my buddy's car out of his parents' house. And they let all the air out of it, and we drove it anyway. Got about four blocks.
4: <laughs> Next time, they should have let the oil out. Eh. I hear that. Yeah, destroy the engines. engines. Yeah, I, I did that once. I uh, anyway. didn't do it on
0: purpose. I've done that once.
4: <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it on purpose either. I definitely didn't do it on purpose. The oil <laughs> change place messed something up. Uh, anyway, tangenting off a of bolt action. But back I not don't, I don't know, Pat. I don't know what the well, answer to your question is. Well,
3: here, here's the other here here thing, too, is that if you actually just, read the rules and talk about destroyed vehicles, it doesn't specifically say that you have to leave it there. It's an agreement between you and your opponent if you just remove it altogether or if you leave it there as an obstacle. Yep. Because you remove troops... You don't leave bodies on there to be an obstacle. You don't just leave bodies, you know, dudes I laying do. down. I do. You like just leave the dudes laying down where they are, and now they're yeah. rough ground.
4: <laughs> Slick ground. <laughs> Slick oh, ground. Sorry. That was a little crude.
3: <laughs> That's a little crude.
4: So, I mean, yeah.
0: In a tournament setting, there probably should be a designation about what happens to destroyed vehicles if they're left or removed. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in casual play, it's kind of theme-y. I usually just leave the vehicles there, burned out or whatever. Dude, I think
4: it looks right. awesome when vehicles are all burned up, and you, especially when you get, like, the, the flames pipes. and smoke puffs and yep. stuff. Like, dude, that's, that makes the game so much cooler.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. But I can understand in a tournament setting, it'd be good to clarify that so you don't have to worry about gentlemen's agreements Right, right. any more than you have to.
3: And, mm-hmm. you know, this one, you know, then they usually will clarify that as far as uh, vehicles destroyed but mm-hmm. the transport that has been disabled is now supposed to remove because it's closer to an enemy than a friendly but it's, sorry you're disabled it can't move what do you what do you do that's i've run into that mm-hmm. once or twice and we just removed it cuz no one really cared but mm-hmm. sometimes you want that there to be cover for you cuz you kind of advanced up a little bit or sometimes you want that to not be in your line of fire depending on what point you are in the game but right you don't want to make that call after based the on, right based on what's best for you at that moment cuz that's right. that's not cool
4: I mean, by the letter of the rules, it doesn't necessarily – like, it doesn't say it has to be – it just says it's removed, right? I don't – I guess I'm not – I don't have the rule book verbatim in front of me. But if you're closer to it, it's removed as if it drove away, so –
3: Right, but if it's disabled, it can't move, right?
4: But does the rule say that it has to drive in a direction or do anything else? It just says it's removed as a casualty. It just says it's
3: removed because they drive away, they abandon or whatever. Yeah, right. So then –
4: then that would be the answer I would take. Is that it's still removed? Mm-hmm. It seems like that's the only answer I can give you. Is that it? The rule says that it's removed. It just gives you a, like an explanation as to how or why it would be removed, but it's not necessarily anything
3: other than that. That's just how they they're interpreting why you would remove it. Right. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. as a disabled vehicle, it can't move.
4: Right. Yeah. Which I understand what you're saying, but
3: so it, I think I think it would be there, and the guys bail out and just run away.
4: Okay. I, I'm that's, just I'm just reading the rule thing. like I guess I'm just reading it raw and saying like it says to it remove, says it, remove it. It says transports
3: removed, and of course that was still the same text that they came across that they brought in from version one. When in version right. one, soft skin vehicles didn't roll in the chart; they were just destroyed, mm-hmm. right? So,
4: yeah, it's it's an interesting predicament. I don't know. It's. I, I, and you and I are on opposite sides of the same coin, right? we You just said you would leave it, and I would have said removed it because it says remove it. Right? Right. Fun. Okay. Good times. Yeah, what, a, what an interesting rule. Uh, I say we take a break, come back, and we'll talk about...
3: Uh, You're going to listen to the Spitfire song.
4: The Spitfire song. Wow, that sounds cool.
3: Sam Brown. It's a little jazzy. Uh, give it about 20-30 seconds before it amps up a little bit, though. It'll get there.
4: So fall asleep and then wake up.
3: Yeah, uh, we're gonna gonna try to how to figure out how I can actually make the the music a little more even keel across the songs because surely the songs get really loud and then our stuff comes back to normal. So I will. So we'll uh, try to, I'll try to adjust that freak. I was say
4: I can. Uh, I can show you.
3: I can show you a little more about that. That'd be great because apparently I'm blowing out eardrums. So stand by. Here comes some music.
4: Uh, Turn it down three notches. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Hope you like the music. the day. Welcome back. Hope you like the music.
3: I I, I, I do. I liked it. I, I
4: always like it. It was too loud, though, Pat.
3: You're going to teach me how to fix that.
4: Uh, next next episode. Maybe we'll, this is a different podcast. A different podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> worry about
3: that for episode 51 and beyond. It'll be the new format that we correct the, the break music sound for you.
4: When we start counting down, yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah.
4: No, we'll figure it out. I'll help you, Pat. All right. Uh, let's, we've got two more topics to talk about. And I think the first one we'll talk about is, uh, is tabletop simulator since we're still in our COVID state.
3: I did finally finish oh, that game with Jesse.
4: Three Last weeks episode, later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually
3: we had finished it the Wednesday after we started. Oh, so okay. It was six days. All right. Well, and that's because
4: someone scooped, right?
3: Uh, no, it was just, uh, us figuring out how to get the, how to just the learning curve of figuring out how to move pieces and measure and get all stuff set up there's, you know, it took a little longer than it would if we were just playing physically. Yeah. And then of course he was at home and had a kid and had to take a break to feed the kid at some point. And I had the kid that, you know, normally if I'm not home, I don't have these interruptions. And so we both had interruptions and it, yeah, we ended up finishing it again and it, it went, the dice that I had very poorly in turn one changed rapidly in turn three and just mowed them down pretty serious. Yeah. Okay. So, But we uh, got to finish, so that was cool. So, so I have will. officially finished my first game of tabletop Yay. simulator Yay. bolt action.
4: Nice. So Looking
3: forward to the next one.
4: As we've advanced our tabletop simulator knowledge, one of the things I discovered on Thursday night playing a different game, but same in the same tool, is cameras make a huge difference like being able to move yeah. the camera by just hitting buttons and like having preset cameras locations are super fantastic especially it like if what? you're rolling dice a bunch and stuff like it's really easy it
3: control one to set the camera and then shift one to go to that camera right
4: right yeah and you can use all your number keys to do that so you can set up to nine cameras i think so if someone's, always rolling
3: in, if someone's always rolling in the same spot, you know, they have the little roller there that pops the dice yep. out, you can set a camera to that so you can quickly get over there.
4: Yep, it's fantastic. And you can always just, like, if you have a default that you'd rather be sitting in this position for, you know, the game because your guys are over on this side of the table, you can set that to your default. It's, it's fantastic. Right. It's yeah, a you huge you difference came into in the game, game
3: on idea. the one side and you said, you know what, I really want to be on that side, so you can set a camera up so you're looking from that side. Right,
4: mm-hmm. it's just hard to remember not to press a Control One when you are trying to go to one. So just keep that in mind.
3: Because <laughs> you just resaved it. <laughs> yeah, you
4: just like shit. I just resaved over the one that I wanted. Anyway, uh, something to keep in mind. So, we're uh, if you are following us on Facebook, uh, Pat and Dale have done a fantastic job at putting together a whole bunch of Stalingrad scenarios for tabletop simulator, and they're all published on the workshop. So, kudos to you two, and that's awesome that you guys published them. Super awesome. Thanks.
3: Yeah. I think we still got a couple more, right, Dale, to, to complete the full set for that's used in the campaign?
1: Yeah, I think there's enough there to...
3: There's the enough there to certainly start.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think there might be enough for the whole campaign, um, depending. Right. So, yeah, I think we'll be so good. Should be good. Maybe there might need to be one more. I don't know. So.
3: Well, I know there's one more I'm working okay. on, which is Scenario 13. Okay,
1: that's probably what it is. That finishes up the last district, I think.
3: Okay, and then I, I should have that probably before this episode goes out.
4: Fantastic! So, there's a. So huge I'm holding
3: this episode until I put that one up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so when you when you get when when this is published, there will be a whole bunch more or one more. There's one. still already is a bunch. It's really cool. Um, it's in right. the book. And, yeah.
3: and we we said in all the workshop notes that you know you do need the a copy of Bolt Action and a copy of the Stalingrad Campaign yeah. to play the, these actual scenarios. That's not stopping anyone who wants to use the scenario, the scenario tables as just terrain and play them right but to actually play the scenario that we're doing and setting up for the campaign you'll need the Stalingrad book and the Bold yeah book I mean
4: it's definitely encouraged yeah I've definitely encouraged you know people to buy the new book which is fantastic you know it's, it Warlord's supports open. Warlord right especially in this time and age like it's definitely nice to help the companies that, that mean something to you so we'd like them to survive so they can get sure.
3: version 3 out
4: right yeah that too I that's all we care about.
3: Version three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I that and Judge
4: Dread. So. Nope.
3: Wait, what's the new one they put out? The the new. Victory at sea. One? Victory, Victory at, sea. at sea. I haven't looked at that one. Uh, I is do that... also know that Blood Red Skies is on tabletop too. If you look for that.
0: Oh, look at you! Yeah, I've, I've been painting some Blood Red Skies airplanes. So. In
4: tabletop simulator.
0: Well, no. It's got to be I awkward. I could scan <laughs> them and put them in. That is really <laughs> awkward. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, Shit, actually, could you paint in there? You can change colors of things. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah, you can change colors. I mean, colors. I guess you... Pr- I think it would depend very much on how things are modeled. I don't think if there's there a pieces. painting game, so... No, I'm not going to tax my uh, repair
0: graphics card here by opening TTS and trying while we're podcasting, but I might at some point. Oh, you got it You got it
4: repaired. Good job. Well, I've got it... Yeah, I got it. Oh, you got, like, <laughs> a, another one. Yeah, you got a replacement. Yeah. I got a replacement. <laughs> yeah, got it. Okay. So, as I i mean, we will be opening up our campaign in the next couple of weeks here. I don't know exactly if we've set a date yet, but it's in the near future. And I, I, we've talked about doing it on here. We talked about doing it on Patreon. I don't know we have a finalized answer yet, but...
3: Well, expect it to at least be the summer. We're not going to, like, have the campaign <laughs> done by the end of episode 52 or something like that. It, uh, right. I, it, I don't... They, yeah it's at least eight games and i think even us pushing to get a game a week is absurd and then oh, course, for sure. getting together to do the planning stages and stuff like that too is you know that's whatever so expect it to be the summer
5: before i we mean it's to the it, uh,
4: hopefully I mean, maybe, we'll, maybe we should hold off on finishing it until we can actually do this in person for the final Right. Although we'd have to have models for that. Never mind. Uh, we wouldn't be able to with...
3: have fans, though.
4: Good point. We could live stream it. Something. We love Anyway, w- we haven't finalized the plans on it. I think we were waiting on Pat and Dale to get all the tables together, and now we're there. So now we're going to start the logistics, Stalingrad scenarios. Yeah. Make yep. it happen. That would be super fun. Awesome. So go on to – that's that's all in Steam's workshops in case – there's I don't know if there's two workshops or not. I don't know if Tabletop has their own or if it's all inside. Well, Steam. Tabletop but in goes team. through
3: Steam, right, to get to the workshops.
4: Okay, so it's in the Steam Workshop. You can go download all of them. I think they're. You look for Snafu Pat or Snafu Dale, and they both show up.
3: I think so, if you just do Stalingrad campaign, yeah, it just yeah. shows up
4: as Stalingrad. If you show, if you just even do Stalingrad, it shows up. It's yeah. the mm-hmm. top top twenty links, and there's a bunch of them in there. Cool. All right, so we're going to talk about. The, th- the event that we didn't get to go to, sadly, wah, wah, long. Though, I have all the confidence in the world we would have came home with all of the trophies. Uh, not because we won, but because I stole them all. <laughs> or <laughs> won them in a barbed somehow. Great,
0: you're sitting <laughs> next to me on the all flight when you get arrested, that's awesome. <laughs> the all air the trophies, <laughs> all four new wives. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stealing watches and whatever other shit I can, that's not nailed down. Um... Yeah, no. So, so have you
3: talked it, to your therapist about the kleptomania? Uh,
4: he, no, because she doesn't.
3: No. I no. keep stealing her pen so she can't yeah, tell me she can't.
4: It. Yeah, she can't, she can't look it up in her books because they're all gone. Um, no. Uh, so WTC was supposed to happen last month now, late last month, yeah. end of April. Yeah. yeah, sad. There was a day when Pat texted me and said, we were supposed to sleep in a castle today in the same bed.
2: What? No. <laughs> I didn't catch that
3: part.
4: <laughs> you didn't. You didn't know that. You didn't. You don't remember me telling you that we had thought, a single thought, twin between the two of us. We
3: had. We had three rooms. Because uh, John th- Ross was going to tag along with us too. Well, been awesome. that was
4: my. That was my. That was my ploy to you get could've, you.
0: You could have invited him over and made a you know a castle out of your couch cushions and. You know, <laughs> we left said, Yeah, no, we're not castle. allowed to have people in our houses
4: anymore. Six feet away. Six feet away. Yeah, that's a big fort, dude. So no, yeah, we were supposed to have we were supposed to have three rooms in the castle. That's yes. Sounds
3: like a start of a song. What three three rooms rooms in the castle? Never mind.
4: (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that was supposed to happen. Three of us were going, and Jeff provided our third or our our fourth or fifth list because John John was coming with us too. I'm the fifth column. You're the you are the fifth trooper. Uh, So yeah, I thought we'd go over. We we would go our. We would go over our WTC list and see where we went or how we did what we did. Uh some why of us Some of us hemmed and hawed more than others, for sure. So why don't we why don't we talk about what we were thinking when we did this? I, I mean there's so many ways you could break this down, but I think initially we were like the 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 premise is you can take as many platoons as you want at a thousand points. Mm-hmm. There's no other restrictions. You can't bring any theater lists. It has to be the reinforced platoon.
3: And it had to be from the armies of book. Right. It could, you couldn't no, take any additional campaigns. No campaigns, yep. no, no, um, no FAQ stuff, so you couldn't bring an ambulance.
4: Right, right, right. That's the noise of my ambulance. <laughs> um, I'm just saying,
3: field ambulance is not, next right. is not allowed. Not that they've ever put it on the table before, right. or even thought about, it, but nonetheless, yeah, and not not being yeah, not it was, having it as an option. Silly
4: silly stuff. No tough fighter, American veteran troops, or whatever the heck it was. Some crazy ass unit that was really it was super good. Uh, so yeah, so those are the those were the only restrictions. So okay, and that everyone in your army. Still... Yeah, good point. Actually, now it probably won't be again. Uh, right. So the other only other restriction was that each player on your team. Was only allowed was you were only allowed to have one nation of each country, right? So you couldn't everyone couldn't play Germany or Japan or whatever. You only could have right. You couldn't do a U.S. Your North list.
3: Africa. You couldn't do uh, US. and that you had
4: four players, right? Yep. Yeah, so you had to have each. Na- you could not have a nation represented more than once in your list. In addition to that, you had a four-player team, and you got to submit five lists. So Jeff got to submit our fifth list, uh, but let's talk about how we kind of. The first thing we did was we kind of evaluated what we had, right? Like all, all, all of us, including John. Like, and John is kind of the wild card here. He's not on the podcast, obviously, but he has a fair number of armies, and he's a strong player and you know a confident player. We we know him well. We play play
3: with him quite a bit at tournaments, and we we, yeah, yep. We've known John. See him play at least if
0: yep. Great player, yeah, or end up playing and, at the last uh, round of Bug eater for three years running. You know, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, I'll, call, yeah, I'll no count him deal. among
3: my friends, even if he doesn't count me among his friends. So.
4: <laughs> well, you're probably friends on Facebook, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, but I see he's all the prolific. He's Paul got a lot, yeah, right? a lot of armies. Yeah. Right. Shooting tanks and stuff. Whatever we are doing. Yes. Um, so he has the ability to kind of fill in the gap that the three of us were trying to figure out because. You know, we all, we don't have as many bolt action armies as he Should does. Just say John filled number. Well, I didn't say it like that. You only I kind took of said it, it like that.
3: You, you kind of did. I,
4: but yes, it's kind of, kind of did. I kind of did. Okay. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Even Pat's getting in on a dirty humor now. Now, Sorry, now it's time it's to, to worry Sunday, a good. little bit. Yeah, right? No. Um, so, Dale, you were already thinking about your list, right? You kind of had already settled on a list, correct? Um, Shit, did he go away? I oh, don't know. He's there.
1: I, I mean, I guess you, you I, I painted was painted to the list. I was, um, I was working. I was working on a Soviet list, and so I wanted to keep that through the year. So I just yeah. kind of tweaked it for this competition.
4: Sure. I, I, also to. The first thing we did was sit down and look at which armies would probably be the most competent or the most competitive in general, right?
1: Yeah, we did uh, kind of figure out what the tier, quote unquote, the tier list of competitive countries right. or available lists to select from no Norway.
4: Norway. Yeah, I was trying Norway. to bring Norway and everybody told me everybody told me n- no way. No way to no-, no way, no no way Norway. to Norway. <laughs> uh, it's getting late obviously. Um. Yeah. So, so what we had determined is that we, you know, we we should have the Japanese represented. We should have the Soviets represented, and we should have the British represented. And the fourth, the fourth list was, you know, should it be Germans? We kind of put Germans in the U.S. and I don't remember if we put anyone else in that same like basically tier two
3: list. Did Romanians we? can hold their own with the, with the access to the free yeah country. yeah.
4: Artillery I, piece. I actually would argue that Romanians are probably stronger than um, Germany for, in most respects, especially with the, the tiger fear nerf for sure now. But um, so, especially since you get the free unit, that's the big difference. So, Dale, you pick Soviets, Pat, you were playing British. I hemmed and hawed over Romanians or the Americans and settled on the Americans kind of last minute primarily because I could get them finished painting in enough time to practice more with them. Uh, So I don't know. I mean, Dale, do you want to go over what you have in your list? Your list is probably going to be the most complex of the four of ours.
1: Um, I don't know that that's necessarily it, but yeah, I'll I'll go over it. It's not a huge deal. So I
4: I think yours is the most complex.
1: I've got, um, I went with two platoons. um, um, And mostly didn't start there. No, I started with um, my Bug Eater list is where I started. And so the basis of this was the list I was painting for Bug Eater. And Bug Eater, you score points on theme, historical adherence to reality, those kinds of things. And so I was putting together a list from Stalingrad, actually, based off of Pavlov's house. So that's where this list came from originally. And then um, I tweaked it for um, WTC. Um, basically the approach was to kind of have an all comers list, uh, that would be flexible, um, and able to pick up points in as many of the scenarios that we were likely to play as possible, which was kind of how I approached my list. So it's not, it's not great at anything in particular, um, other than hopefully, um, putting, um, uh, different kinds of pressure, um, on as many players as I can and and making you think about what you have to do and, and being flexible enough to take advantage of any mistakes that the opponent might come up with. So um, the Soviets excel um, in a lot of different ways, but I think their biggest strength is that they have – talk about the toolbox a lot. They've got a lot of tools that are very points efficient um, available to them. So they're, I think, one of the easier lists to um, – do whatever you want to with them. So, this was the great choice to be kind of the Swiss Army knife or the Soviet Army knife, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> Definitely
4: not the Swiss Army knife. The Soviet Swiss Army knife. Yeah. So um, the Soviet Swiss Army knife was like a spoon. So there's <laughs> it's a fork. There's um, a
1: <laughs> The list has um, the list has um, a, a, a number of the things you would expect to see in a Soviet list but it's got one trick in here. It's not really a trick. It's got one piece in here that I really liked, um, and I think that kind of surprised me. Um, and so each platoon, as one of its compulsory infantry units, has a seven-man Soviet scout squad. Um, it's seven a seven-man veteran squad that you can give SMGs to. <clears throat> so I've got one unit with seven SMGs and one with six because I didn't have an extra three points. <laughs> and so... Um,
3: it's amazing how many times like three or four points is like, <laughs> squeeze they're, it in
4: there somewhere.
1: They are the they do the heavy lifting in this list.
3: They oh, are a pain in the butt
4: for oh sure. So well, so what? Because yeah, because they because they get advanced deploy. That's the thing. That's their trick. Yep.
1: They're yeah. So okay. they're it's a, it's a combination. They're advanced deploy um, veterans um, with SMGs. Mm-hmm. And there's seven of them so they're just Fourteen big shots. enough they're just big enough to do just about whatever you want them to do. Great. And they immediately put pressure on your opponent and you'd be surprised at the number of book scenarios where being able to advance deploy something as powerful as this um, really really puts a lot of pressure on your opponent, especially if they're not prepared to dealing with them. So
3: 14 dice halfway up the table. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, and so um, these guys in particular taught me the value of going down. And so because they're forward deployed and they draw a lot of attention and they're veterans, so you can deploy them in cover, um, veterans in cover going down, even in short range, are really, really hard to shift. And if you don't do something about them, they're going to wreck your, they're going to ruin your day.
4: Oh, 100 times over
1: Yep, and so this these two units caused all sorts of fits, and you know they're 116 points and 119 points respectively. So, um, absolutely 100 percent great choices. Um, definitely would recommend it. Um, both of my platoons have uh, junior second lieutenants because that's the cheapest thing that you can pick up, and so that's your tax that you pay. Um, uh, the other compulsory unit that I've got in my first platoon is a five man LMG squad. With two LMGs, they're regular. Um, I, it's okay. I don't think they're as good as I thought they would be for what they do. Um, But I, I like the idea of a small unit with a small footprint that can still lay out quite a bit of fire from farther away. So these are just a defensive unit that I used to set up um, on, on an objective, um, and just kind of put out some long range pins. So, um, so it's eight, eight shots at 36 inches, which is, which is okay.
4: Um, For how many points?
1: 90 points. And so, So,
4: cause you're just looking for the range. That's all you're looking for in that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was trying to find a way to take, why would
4: you not take a normal unit
1: to take an LMG squad and make it worthwhile? So you max out your LMG choices, but you keep it as cheap as you can. Right. And so, um, they're okay. There's probably a, a way here to kind of make this a little bit better, but that's that's kind of what I have. I painted them up and they're in the unit. Okay, so excuse me. I'd,
4: I'd rather just take nine dudes with rifles.
1: Um, yeah, but then they're they're serving you know, a different purpose. They yeah they they act differently, sort of. And yeah.
3: right, you're you're not moving them. I don't think are many games that you ever really moved them. No, it's no, so a gun platform. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're out. It's 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 a far more effective. Um, mmg yeah right exactly
1: right um i i and again i don't i'm not sold on these guys but they're in the list so it's i think there's an an opportunity here to do something better or more clever um but i mean they're they're kind of okay it's like you know here's a here's an odd pin here or there i don't think i ever lost them um and what's nice about them is that they are small and so you know i find that if you've got a lot of units, it becomes really difficult to have everything where you want it to be. Sure. Especially with moving with terrain. And we, we have a lot of terrain. There's the free experience squad, 12 men, um, full kit. Um, so they're, they're out there. Medium mortar, uh, regular with a spotter. Um, yeah, we've talked about these. They're brilliant. Uh, veterans, sniper squad, um, sniper teams, um, really, really good veterans so to give you the advantage in the sniper war um, a number of the book scenarios um, are dice order dice driven and it's, it's it doesn't get any easier than a sniper picking off um, a small team or um, uh, an hq choice that's out of position and it's another um, it's another forward deploying unit that um, can be really good so and then I've got three <laughs> Um These are regular. Uh, these are also really good. <laughs>
4: so, I think they're way better than I expected them to be. I, I was always under the impression that they only ever hit on sixes.
1: They don't. They're direct fire yeah. weapons.
4: Yeah, they're direct fire weapons, which makes them significantly better than I remember than I thought they were going to be.
1: Yeah, it's a direct short fire range, weapon short with, range, a, with a two inch HE template. Yep. So um, this one also surprised quite a few people. Um, Mm -hmm. Actually, I think it surprised almost everyone that I played the first time. Um, Because they're like, so what do they do? Okay. Halfway through the game, how much do those cost? (laughs) It's like...
4: (laughs)
3: Yeah, they're cheapest um, cheapest cheap chips, too,
4: yeah, well, they're, they're
1: forty that, points, so
3: yeah, they'd they'd be even worse uh, in experience, but again, they're direct fire, so an experience is not the way to go with them. I think your first yeah, yeah, rendition yeah. had that was an experience until we discovered because were, yeah, I thought direct. they were
1: indirect, but they're not. so yep. they're direct. so it's
3: that's their only downfall by the way.
1: yeah, they are a small team, so they are they're uh, it's a target rich environment for um, enemy snipers. Yep. So you do have to be prepared for that, but because of all of the advanced deployers that this, this, you know, list does have, you can do some more. mitigation. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, you know, their weakness, the, and their weaknesses. they are a small team, so, and they do have limited range um, that they can fire up to 24 inches. <clears throat> but if you, if you're deploying them, you know, in a good position, they, you know, it's, you don't want to be coming at these guys, so it's, yeah, it's it's something else.
3: Do You want to take them out outside the range? Mm-hmm. Yep, if, if, you you, can. if you can.
1: But remember, I've got I've got two forward deploying scout <laughs> units um, with the SMGs,
3: which were a pain in the ass every single time I had to deal with every and, time I played you.
1: And so there's there's so basically this whole list kind of supports itself each other in multiple layers. So if you're right. if if you're really working hard to do something about you know about those scout units which is perfectly fine and acceptable then i've got my ampumets coming up behind them really just kind of you know putting out threat in everywhere that they can be because you know there's three of them and they're inexpensive you know i might be rolling on sixes or fives you know later on in the game but something's hitting and and, you know that's a mortar hit effectively medium mortar shots yep yep and we all know how Mm -hmm. how that goes and then in the artillery unit of the first platoon, it's a Zis three divisional gun, eighty points regular. It can fire um, a plus five pen um, for a little bit of anti tank, and it also can put out um, a two inch HE yeah, and that direct multi-purpose fire. Yeah, is nice. Yep, makes it multi purpose. So good, great. What's the
3: point cost on that one? Eighty points. Eighty points.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's regular. It's four men too, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying. Yep, yep four men. Yeah, it is correct. And then um, the. Mobility in the first platoon is a gas 4M quad maxim
4: <laughs> everyone so, most people on a, yeah I know what that is
1: it's yeah it's per point a brilliant choice so not not always gonna be the best thing all, every day all day but you know eight times out of ten or four out of five it's yeah, yeah. absolutely it stops
4: not. being really good when there's no more infantry left on the table for sure yeah, but that's, yeah, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> in, in which, so at in which point, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably pretty happy with that. Respect. Yeah, that's what I'm in an Infantry
3: game, that's, as, that's yeah. a rough way to beat. Oh,
1: no, yeah. I can't do anything with my gas because I've killed everything. <laughs>
4: that's, right. That's my 60, my, what is the how many points is it, 60 points? 60? Yeah. Yeah, my, 60. Yeah. Oh, my 60-point unit killed everything. I don't have anything left to do. Yeah. Oh. And so then, uh, okay, yeah. what's in the other Three platoon? So dice. the second
1: platoon is the second SNG, or the second scout squad. And then I've got a full a full twelve man regular SMG squad with
4: SMGs. Yeah, also really good,
1: super good. So, um, and then uh, the last thing is an inexperienced Katusha.
3: Oh, just a Katusha, just just an inexperienced Katusha, Katusha. just a Katusha. No big deal,
4: right? Ah, so good. Uh, Yeah. So that's like a, um, a the onion onion of multi layers.
1: It is the threat. I mean, it it's, it's immediately threatening. um, Oh, for sure. Because of the scouts, because of the Katusha, because of the gas, the gas can roll on from reserve and just delete a unit or make it meaning meaningless. um, At least for a couple of turns. Um, You know, the mortar actually can, can be threatening right from the start. The sniper, if you, if you're placing them smart can be immediately threatening and so there, it's, it's about having tons of options that support each other in a lot of different ways. Um, Fifteen order dice, which is a decent number of order dice at 1,000 points. Um, and if you can pick up some early dice, especially against a list that has fewer dice than you, that dice advantage can really um, tip the scales in turn two, turn three, turn four, those kinds of things. So that was the list, um, the approach to it. Um, I was pretty happy with how it, it, it played. I was having quite a bit of fun with it. Um, again, lots of tools, lots of options, um, lots of different ways to um, create a challenging environment for your opponent to play in.
3: Well, I'm glad you had fun playing that list because the, the two or three times I played against that list, I did not have much fun with it.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it's design, the game, it's the but the constantly taking
3: my models off the table and putting order yeah. dice in the Deadpool. Is just like, mm, yeah, well, it was it was, solid list, and of course, Dale, you're a very good player on top of that. So that's
1: it's it, it yeah. was it's um it was it was fun to put together. It was fun to play. Um, I was looking forward to getting getting more games, in before everything kind of went to a, a little bit of a. Uh, standstill but
4: screeching halt
1: that was um, yeah that was the list Um, I'm I'm we've talked about this before I believe that to really get to know a list and how it will perform you have to play it and play it and play it and play it and I just started to play this one Um, it was it was kind of getting to the point where I was I was you know starting to get familiar with it a little bit so still had quite a bit of play I need to do with it but you know We'll see how it goes. So.
4: You seem to be getting the hang of it, though, and the that list in particular exposes how flexible the Soviet list actually can be. Yeah, I feel like you kind of didn't. I think you took for granted. You're like just because because when you're telling me to build a list, you're like. We'll make everything support everything. Well, that doesn't work in any other list as well as it does in the Soviets. Right, list. You're right. Yep. Like nothing, nothing has as many tools in the toolbox as the Soviets do, in my opinion. Is there I anything think. else I that agree. could
3: afford deploy more than one or two man units?
4: Not Chinese. Chinese can advance. Can they? Can Chinese. move
3: up? Right. Like their sparrow tactics, and they also, I guess, they do have a, a scout equivalent. Yeah, and
4: I think do persons might even have one. If I remember correctly, they have a scout squad of some kind.
3: It, I think so.
4: Or uh, maybe it, it gives them some other ability. I think there's some, like, you can take a... I don't know why, why I'm going I'm to... I, I
3: think they have the... They can treat, like, rough ground as open ground in the first move or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something...
4: Yeah, that's what it is. It's not It's not actual scouts. It just gives them... Mm-hmm. Open, right, it's yeah, better move. Yeah, better, better move moves, in the first yeah. turn. And there's, yeah, that's, like, force guide or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Uh Okay. So, yeah, I think your list was super, super sweet. My list is the opposite <laughs> <laughs> to sell it well, I him and hot over this, right and it's and it was which, kind wait, of
3: wait, wait, wait. which version of your list
4: uh well, I don't know the three platoon list is the, the one that the final one yeah, the final one i I mean, so we can talk about the fact that like Dale was bringing up very good points like as we're you know we had we're having like weekly discussions or biweekly discussions about you know. Not only just our list, but it's strategies around lists and what, and like, you know, so we did some really deep diving, like, probably more talking about bolt action than I want to remember. And I, <laughs> I, 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 at some point I told you guys that I, I literally dreamt about playing a game of bolt action. Did so, mean- uh, I don't know, probably not, because I'm kind <laughs> of uh, self inflicting like that. So, uh, so the version that I settled on, so like, I've, when Hem and Hawed, like I said, I was thinking about Romanians because I think the Romanians offer some some pretty potent things that would have been beneficial to our, our lists. But uh, I settled on U.S. and one of the lists that I settled on was the Three steward Spam, which I do think would have been uh, if I learned how to play it. Like Dale said, you got to play a game, play it enough to re- really recognize how to work how to play it. I think would have been. Again, potent. I don't know that it would have been as potent as the Soviet list, but it had it had legs to be scary. So mm-hmm. basically, my list was three junior, three inexperienced second lieutenants. Five? How many? How many squads did I have? I had five regular U.S. squads, uh, seven man squads. So small squads. That that is one of the bad sides of this one. And then a unit of Marines. Which uh, seven man veteran squad? Of I they the were Rangers. Rangers. Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. Sorry, not Marines. Excuse me. Oof. Yeah. Uh, so that gave me.
3: Apologize b- to all Marines out there, right? Right. And yes. Rangers.
4: And Rangers. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody. <laughs> nobody likes to be called something or not. Uh, and then three Stuarts, with all the, all the all the well, not all the up, good upgrades. I actually took recce off of them uh, just to save points because that was where I was running into trouble. And I also assumed that. Given given the fact that I have three tanks on the table and I have a bunch of little MSU units, I probably wasn't going to be able to wreck you out of the way anyway. So I just for forgoed it. What's it, for forgoed it? That's not Forgone. right. Forgone <laughs> it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't gave know what up. tense that is. Gave up? Yeah, Wait. I gave up. I gave up on the word too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought an inexperienced rocket launcher for some multi-launcher love, just to put a little scare in people. For that one game when it goes off. What's that, Dale?
1: For the one game when it goes off.
4: Yeah, well, and, and I, what I discovered about it while I was playing it, because I think one of my lists had two two rocket launchers in it. I, I played around with a bunch of variants of this list. And what I discovered about rocket launchers is they're a really efficient way of soaking up fire. People are scared sh- you know, shitless of them for what little points they are. So they you, you get them in hardcover. Uh, I wasn't real great at making them go down because I really wanted it to fire even though I should have recognized that like do people are scared of this thing just go down um, so a lot of that it was like it, it was a super super cheap way to soak up firing um, for 50 points or 52 points in the experience was actually very very handy the the junior lieutenants were like the the only dice uh what's what swords I'm looking for the tax. The dice tax, but also the thing that I would most likely give up to sniper fire. That's kind of what I was looking at for this. Yeah, list. Yeah, the like,
1: easiest easiest to pick up. Yeah. Those.
4: So yeah. I was like, how do I how do I prevent? Like, I could have gone down the rabbit hole of like having a. I had a I had a sniper in this list at one point. I took it out because if you have one advanced deploy, it wasn't very valuable because often you're going to out deployed in the in advanced deploy. Then with a with a single, you know, all it takes is one spotter and now your, veteran, now your sniper's, you know, going to be a sniper target turn one. So it kind of was like, just not going to play that phase of the game. We'll, you know, we'll roll up tanks, and we're going to have the best sniper on the table, which is a Stuart. You know, just put a scope on that gun and just barrel through.
3: 18, 18 dice, yeah. well protected. Yeah.
4: So it's, yeah. It's,
3: With the option of multiple targets. Right.
4: Throwing out, you know, sharing pin, pin love across a couple units, which I think mm-hmm. is kind of fantastic too, right? Because I think you can technically split it
3: three ways? Uh, just two. Oh, the the, its that's right, target. the hull. Turn all, the, the hull all, the hulls, yeah. all the hulls have to go to the same time. That's target. right. I, so yeah. 13 dice and one, five on another.
4: I'm thinking of the, is it the lead that can shoot the left flank, right flank, center?
3: Yep. That, yeah. the, the, I think the Lee and the Grant both have yeah. uh, yep. left-right turrets. Yeah,
4: so that can split three ways, but this one can't. So even two, but two units is still great if you can. Otherwise, you can just do what a Gaz does, but sometimes better. You're definitely, well,
3: better protected. Better protected. 100% better protected. A pistol's not going to blow up the the steward.
4: No, and people aren't going to be able to assault it in most cases. So, you know, that was my idea. You have some fairly heavy armor. I mean, it's not heavy armor, but it's enough armor that people are going to have a problem with it. So that was the list I made that submitted. Now we can go down the rabbit hole of all the other lists that I made because, my God, I made a lot of them. But... (laughs) Uh, Is that the one you like the most? doing like
3: two or three an hour at one point. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I was, I, I, again, well, I feel like, okay, so for the opposite of the Soviets, I feel like the U.S. don't have as many options. And it's by design, right? That's what the U.S. did in the Army. They, like, here's your rifle. Everyone's got the same rifle. And, they, you know, everyone had the same, there were like five weapon to- choices total. I mean, there might have been minor variances to those weapons, but there weren't that many, you know. Different type the, of units,
3: right? I think they do the We Were the Titans version of, the, of football. It's like we run six plays. Yep. Run six plays, just like Novocaine. Always works.
4: Yeah, they, they've very much had a doctrine, and they followed it to a T as much as they possibly could. Now, yeah, I can bring, or there's other options. I could bring a duck or I could bring a you know a buffalo, but that's not a very efficient use of points. So that was kind of what I was worried about. So, um, That's the list I made. I dabbled in a Romanian list, but I, like I said, I couldn't get a painted in time. So that was kind of a, a downfall of that one. So that's, that's all I got to say about it, unless anyone has any other thoughts about what I should, what I should have done differently at this point. <laughs> 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 I'm hoping I get to resubmit because I immediately gave it to Dale and I'm like, Oh God, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> 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 Cause I, I do feel like, uh, the, the all-comer list that I had before for the Americans was actually a very solid choice, too, which was basically uh, a bunch of regular uh, regular Marines with a truck, an engineer squad, had a mortar. I think it even had the rocket launcher in it. it yeah, there
1: was a rocket launcher in it.
4: It had a bazooka. It had, it had a bunch of kit in it. It had a single steward. It had, I think it was 13 dice, and it was still a f- pretty solid list in general. It was not... It still had some potency. It just was uh, felt like it was probably filling a lot of the similar roles as all of our other lists were doing, but probably not doing it nearly as well. And I think that was one of the tricks to it. Sure. So, like your list and John's Japanese list, which I don't know that we will be able to cover in this, would would serve better in almost every circumstance in those pairings. Uh, over the Romanian list real quick, if I can find it. Let me find it really quick. Because it was... It, this list is what made me go, oh, maybe this list is a better choice anyway, was the the fact that it had so much HE in it was bonkers.
1: It had a lot of HE in it. So. it
4: not even just like HE, normal HE. It had heavy HE, which is what made it so ridiculous. I mm-hmm. uh, have to go to the right place now. Oh, Poland is not the right place. That's where the Lancers are.
1: We, so we, uh, Ian and I put together a, a Polish Lancer list in like 20 minutes. It's pretty freaking ridiculous.
4: <laughs> it's pretty point and click easy to make a really disgusting. Yeah, I I saw the, that Lancer list and I was like, oh, I'd play that. I yeah. would play the shit out of that. that yeah, we amazing. played
1: it to a draw, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it just, holy crap, man. <laughs> it my list. It was like... So, it came down to, like, could, could I use the buildings um, in a clever way to, uh, you know, because that, I mean, the horses aren't doing shit with buildings, so.
0: But.
4: Right. right.
1: The Lancers, that's another good one, so.
4: I don't remember where it was. Uh, now I'm having a tough time finding it. So, anyway, regardless of well, what had, it was.
1: it had two 4-inch HEs. It
4: had three 4-inch HEs. That's so, right, it had, had three so it had, so it had, so it had, in all, so it was a tool, dual platoon, and it took, with both artillery slots were heavy HEs. You got a free medium artillery, or you could take an anti-tank gun, like if you're familiar with Romanians. So I had a, fr- I had three heavy HEs, a medium HE, and then I basically had six, I think I had six uh, eight-man veteran squads across those two platoons, a mortar. And then I had a couple other like pieces. I had a bunch of toes, obviously I had a bunch of spotters. Um, But the big thing was, is it had three heavy HEs in it. And it was like, sorry, the third HE coming from the, the free, free unit selection or not free unit selection, the German German unit you can take with it. So that was the, the list that was like, uh, arguably probably a better choice in general. I, don't. The only reason I didn't choose it is I couldn't get it painted in time.
1: That was for um, anti infantry spam, I think. It's very well.
4: static. It is static, but I think that's okay in some some respect. Like it reaches out and touches stuff pretty well. Yeah, it does. So it was. It. I play tested it a several times. A couple times it seemed to succeed. That there was one. Uh, the mixed. The. The mixed uh, mixed deployment. Scenarios it probably would not do nearly as well at, or I'd have to get better at playing it in that in that particular type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was a, a very different list. I even snuck some cavalry in there. And although everyone hated Romanian cavalry, I think there's still there's a purpose for them in some respect.
3: They're good transporters. Yep,
4: and it was a version of this where I had two heavy and I did a Nebelwerfer because who doesn't like a little multi launcher love so. Everyone, especially in, an, in a list that was tailored to be anti infantry focused, it, you know, especially if you're like, "Oh, well, I'm not even giving up my heavy artillery slots." Sure, I'll take a, you know, yeah, because why the heck not? Yep. So, I think actually this version, the version I'm looking at right now, had two medium mortars as well. Because we might not have an extra one. So yeah, I think
1: it had five.
4: Five pie plates. I five think, pie plates. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I think that's actually how I snuck the second mortar in. Is this this particular version has some warfare instead of the third heavy. So, um, lots of lot of lots of variants of that list too, but it was Romanians or Americans, and it was primarily Americans because I had all my Marines painted already. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that's all I had. That was the fun stuff. That that was. Hopefully, I won't have in haw so much the next time.
3: How many order dice did you have in that? Sorry,
4: on that particular list, uh, I can't. I can't tell you exactly how many lists. Uh, let me look here. I can tell you, uh, it was between twelve and fourteen. I can't remember exactly how many it was.
3: Okay, and your list that you had settled on was it thirteen?
4: I believe it was, it was thirteen. Yeah, okay. yeah, I know. Okay. Right,
3: three, four. Three stewards. Who does that? Come on, man.
4: There, there are four. Four units in each, yes, f- plus the fifth one. So there were 13 in my U.S. list. Because that's the way I roll. It was just a bunch of tanks. I was playing Tank Wars. Nobody told me I couldn't play Tank Wars. <laughs> I tank had to I, I hard gotta hard prove way. you wrong. I can play Tank Wars
3: with this damn thing. Oh, you didn't get the, the radio upgrade, though, right? The radio network? No, because you can't <laughs> take that in a non-Tank War platoon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
4: yeah, so that's that's that was my list. Pat? Pat? Go through yours.
3: Uh, well I had the British as obviously it and I had like Rick I had several different versions of it. Uh, the earlier versions I was trying to make use of the Gurkhas because they're scary, they're disgusting, and they're awesome, so why wouldn't you take them? But I didn't fully <coughs> excuse me, dive into the the full Gurkha list. It wasn't my playstyle isn't generally to set up the charge, to set up the charge, and it just that is that didn't work out. So I ended up um, after uh, Simus, who was one of the guys on our chat on uh, US team two, kept going, "Hey, Chindits, hey, Chindits." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, they're fine, but they're overcosted." He goes, "Hey, how about Chindits?" Like, okay, well, how about Chindits? <laughs> and so, uh, I because I like the rapid fire rule from the British, I think it's fantastic. It's a really you know, every time I've kept track of the extra shots I get, and I'm getting an extra dozen or so dice throughout a game, and those, of course, those shots can be taken from the most advantageous point in that unit, uh, meaning, you know, if you're on super sixes for the guys at long range and just regular sixes for the guys that aren't at long range, you can push those extra two or three dice into that. Yeah. That has always made a real difference for me. So I ended up with two platoons as well. Um... An experienced second lieutenant, times two, because he wasn't doing much more than trying to not get killed, and once in a while going over and helping out someone that had a pin. Uh, Two nine-man units of regular infantry, so nine to make sure maximize that you know the extra three dice. Um, Of course, the free artillery observer, which everyone's a big fan of, with a with a Mm -hmm. buddy, just because I always run him with a buddy, because if you get stuck with that preparatory bombardment, there's a chance that he's just gone right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a seven-man uh, rifle squad, regular. An inexperienced mortar. And this one I had a lot of trouble putting in the list because I really like to have my spotters. But I had run an awful lot of lists with a sniper and he just either my ability to deploy him or I was constantly being out-deployed because I only had two or three advanced deploys. You were I playing against
1: me quite a bit. so I
3: was playing against Dale quite a bit, so that That probably worked against me there, so I ended up dropping the sniper altogether and just conceded my advanced deploys down to my one spotter for the 25-pounder because that's an auto-include all the time, and, of course, the the free uh, artillery observer. I also put in the LRDG truck because for 50 points is an armored car with... Uh, a front and a rear MMG and a pintle MMG is just too awesome to pass up, especially with Recky on it. Uh, I also liked the Stewart, the the M3 Stewart with the extra twin home-mounted LMGs because, as Rick said, it's just a quality choice. And we had talked a lot, uh, Dale and I and Rick and all the rest of us really talked about uh, the most efficient unit, the most the one the units that are going to give you the return you're looking for. Imagine, consistency, a lot of my list, consistency. Consistently. A lot of my list had started out with a Chaffee because I really liked the Chaffee. Uh, it's a 160-point recce tank with a 2-inch HE and, an, and a hull MMG, but it never did anything. So I was always forced with the recce, okay, we'll take the to preserve the unit, but then now that's that's a turn that didn't do anything. So I finally got to just allowing let the tank be a tank, and let that be its own problem to the opponent, and hopefully not to you. Although I like the 2-inch HE that the, the, the Chaffee has, it's just it was a 1-dice shot that oftentimes didn't do what I hoped it would do. So with 18 dice, it more often than not did something I would like it to do. Yeah. So then the second... Platoon, of course, the inexperienced second lieutenant. The tax on that, and then this. I went with two seven-man Chindit squads. As I mentioned, I have the the rapid fire, and these guys have the move and fire, manu- uh, move, fire and maneuver rule, which means they're not they're playing Americans basically. They don't have to take that penalty, and they also have behind enemy lines. Which, if I'm doing outflanking, uh, they're veterans they're coming in at 10 i can count on them coming in if i'm out flanking them and they're coming in and moving and firing without without a shot and they're they're pumping out nine shots each
4: they're like literally americans because that's their other role too right yeah <laughs> yeah the only difference is you can have an lmg and still take advantage of the move and fire which americans cannot so right but that
3: there's there wasn't points for that kind of luxury
4: yeah no <laughs> i know yeah but they're still really good in that list
3: and then, as I mentioned, at the twenty-five pounder with a spotter, and then a second LRDG armored truck because, well, they're awesome.
4: Because you really like them,
3: yeah. And I really like them, and you know, this was not this was not a theme scoring event, so I don't have a problem with the desert group showing up with chindits in the jungle
2: <laughs> and playing around. <laughs>
3: And hugging and it out be- with the Gurkhas, yeah. <laughs> right? And just because it's really awesome, I threw a second Stewart in there, which Ellie got to play this list as Final Edition twice, and it, well, the first was against Rick, which he decided his game wasn't as well as he could have played it. Well, and
4: you're, for sure not. But it also, <laughs> again, that list, your list is very much two 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 sorts against three sorts is not a very good fight for me, right? No. That's not the idea.
3: But. No, anyway, it's not yeah. So and the other one was the, the first virtual tabletop game I played against uh, against Jesse in which it did exactly what I hoped it would have done in it. <clears throat> so that was that was the list I finally settled on and it took a long time to get there and I really like the versatility it has. Um, it doesn't The British, I think you can get the analysis paralysis with when you're trying to select units and what they do. They have a lot of really good choices, and they've also they're also lacking in some other choices that other nations have. They don't have a lot of, they don't have any scout units. They can't put a mass troop halfway up the board. Nobody uh, else
4: can, though. To be fair,
3: just the Russians yep. and the Chinese. Uh, in the main book only, they don't have the land mattress.
4: Yeah, no multi launcher for you.
3: So no multi launchers. Yep. They don't have that kind of piece. Yep. Um, they in the main book they only have the ability to take a flamethrower. As a team weapon, which mm-hmm. I find is a very poor choice. Yeah, it's
4: not a not an efficient way of taking a flamethrower for sure.
3: <clears throat> so until they get to the Western Desert, do they actually get the ability to put a flamethrower on a unit? You don't get an engineer
4: but, squad until much later, yeah.
3: Yeah. So there's a lot of things you can look at, and if I could ever squeeze away getting 50 point upgrade to get the uh, the the, the uh, artillery observer, the naval artillery observer. Yep, wow.
4: But that's but not course, in the main book either. That's a thing.
3: But, but they got to fix that, by the way. That's so seriously broken. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe. So that's, Maybe, just a little bit. Right. and So that's what I ended up with. I, mean, I I I played around with a whole lot of different stuff, and I think I finally came down to what I was looking for with, you know, the, f- the five squads is definitely what I wanted to make sure I have. Uh, two of them veteran is just awesome. And then, you know, they're a little price-heavy, but just by trimming down some other stuff and just getting rid of the recce problem with the tank I think freed me up to my choices being a lot better and just you know not having to worry about that well oh, I always have the option to make that tank run away so I want to make sure I put that very last in the round versus okay this is a piece I know is going to do something I can go ahead and move it in the beginning of the round and so be it. And it'd be a That's threat early. Easy rather than let it sit back well, there and kind of go, well, you know, maybe I want to do it now. Maybe I want to wait for that recce option to hang in there. I don't
4: know. Right. Especially if you're taking more than one. I think that was the big thing for me is like recce would have been valuable if I had one of them. But again, at a on such a cheap tank, it's not that valuable to me because if, okay, so if I lose it, I lose it. But the alternative being is, okay, well, now I have three of them. I don't care if one of them dies. Like like I have two other tanks. That's kind of the idea, right, is that they're, they're supporting themselves. In a group by basically saying if I lose one, they're redundant.
3: Yep, built-in redundancy. Yep. And I had, like I said, I had really, really worried about putting that inexperienced mortar in there, but because that's such an easy sniper bait. But it never really became a problem. Still sniper bait. I mean, it's well, it's there's no sniper.
4: Sure, but it, what, to a sniper, what does it care if it's inexperienced versus regular? Much more likely to be killed than just get a pin. Yeah. I guess it's I guess it's two-thirds versus 50 percent so 60 so percent easier
3: and at, and at 35 points I guess it was just a hey this is really cool if it gets to do something right <clears throat> so
4: and and there's often times where you might be able to deploy in a position where you wouldn't really want to have the sniper be there anyway although you right. can't have spotters in, with an experience experience for sure but right
3: so you know you had limited fields and yep but I, I still felt it it's it did its job well enough and yeah i never lost it in the two games but that's a very poor sample size
4: what do you mean it's perfect (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) perfectly statistically it's statistically relevant or that's not the right word but anyway it doesn't matter um so jeff you didn't get you weren't going to come with us but you made a list to be our fifth list Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that list because that list was uh, something that I wanted to play. I was going to paint this list just to bring with in case we decided last minute to, to change our mind choices. <laughs> I
1: still think we should figure out a way to make that happen, but I, let's I think talk we about still the can, list,
4: so. depending on what, what our lists end up being, and then if we go to WTC at this point.
3: Yeah, I have the models. I think well, I have most of model, the models shit. too.
4: I think I bought. Yeah. The, I have enough uh, desert army stuff. We're all going to have this list, anyway. Go through it, Jeff. Tell us what. Tell us what's Uh so special about it.
0: Well, first and foremost, I wanted to make a list that was going to be tough as nails and and frankly, kind of dirty uh, (laughs) because I figured it'd be good practice for you guys to see something filthy. You know, I don't want you going to a big tournament and be all being surprised by how filthy some lists can be. So I think we were going to be
1: surprised, anyways. But this was a good. I think you were too. This is a good primer. So
0: yeah, yeah. So so with that in mind, I threw all historical just right out the friggin' window with this list uh, as you and should. made the toughest thing I could so it, it starts out It's you know it's got a regular second lieutenant so I didn't even go for the inexperienced because wow, it's you. Not, really an, not really an option with Germany it's um, not an option for Germany <laughs> <laughs> it's Germany in case anyone was curious yeah. uh, so then we've got five squads and these are all kitted out the same it's two guys with a rifle NCO's got a submachine gun one infantry guy's got a submachine gun and the fifth guy's got a flamethrower
4: Oh yeah. So
0: that's five Pioneer Squads, so five man Pioneer Squads. They're eighty eight points well excuse me, I guess three of the squads don't have the extra submachine gun, I'm sorry. Save a couple points here and there. But shave points where you 91 can ninety one points with two SMGs, eighty eight without. Uh they're dirt cheap for what they do, they're veteran, so they're harder to kill. Mm-hmm. They got the flamethrower, so they can pretty much if they get near you they can put the hurt down pretty hard. I got a light mortar team because I love light mortars for their mobility, being a small team, and they're also veteran, so they're okay. harder to kill, so it's snipers can't just remove them from the board as easy. Yep. I brought an anti-tank rifle team, and everyone kind of looks at you funny until you start seeing that thing pop trucks left and right, yep. and suddenly you understand why you bring one.
4: Or it's or it's a great sniper, too.
0: <laughs> it can be an okay sniper. Yeah. It just shoots units, puts pins on stuff. It's all good. It can absolutely be an okay sniper. Yep. In uh, the more brutal version of this list, I brought the <laughs> I brought the Nebelwerfer inexperienced, yep. Because why not? If you need to clear a table fast, it's the best way to do it.
4: If you roll sixes,
0: which I don't. Yep. Well, you know, just... just the fear of sixes is usually enough. It's fear, yeah. The fear of yeah. Fear of sixes is good. Uh, when I originally made this list, Tiger fear was still a thing, and then they nerfed Tiger fear. So I played a game with uh, the Panzer IV with the nerfed Tiger fear rules. And it's bullshit, so <laughs> screw that. It was really bad. <laughs> was really bad. I mean, so, I mean, if you just don't want me to use a unit, then I mean, I don't think you could send a clearer message than that, than that rule. They just thing. don't so, want cool. anyone with tigers, yeah. Yep, so I instead put in one of the mythical hundred Pumas yes. that existed. Because why not? Well, it's basically a tank on wheels. Didn't
4: you bring a Hetzer? Hang on. Oh, we're sorry. That's an armored car spoiler slot.
0: Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> Puma's an armored car slot. Even though it's a tank on wheels. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah, okay. The
0: tank entry, yes, is a 38T Hetzer. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, more fire. Yeah. More fire is always good. Uh, Those are both regular vehicles. And then there's two regular field cars that can hold, spoiler alert, like six bros.
4: Hmm. I wonder why. So
0: those teams can fit inside them. So if you need mobility, you can have it for two of your teams. Right. If you don't need mobility, those two trucks can go fuck off someplace.
4: They're twenty-seven points. They can make so a. Maybe. They can make another truck,
0: <laughs> right? They can go make another
4: truck, or they can drive around your uh,
0: anti-tank team or your light mortar team. Can they drag? Can they know.
4: drag a Nebelwerfer in? Sure, like they can drag that in light artillery. So yeah. they could. They'll tight. Li- they tow light howitzers. So yeah. yeah, no problem. So you could get it out. You could get your Nebel in twelve inches. Just, yeah, I could run it. Yeah. Okay. Get it
0: 24 for, for if you ever wanted to for some reason. Uh, that no. seems like a bad choice. In fact, you could get it 30 because you could drive it on 24 and then deploy it within six inches of the truck.
4: Right. And then it would
0: immediately not be able to shoot because all your stuff would be too close to everything else. Yeah, uh, right. There's, I don't know any reason you could. You don't, however, if it's one of those games where you're just trying to get units off the opponent's board edge. Yeah.
4: Yeah. zippity doo so, go, go for it. And in this version, you did not bring the 88.
0: No, in this version
4: I did not okay. bring the eighty-eight
0: because I felt a Puma and a Nebelwerfer were frankly better.
4: Okay, I can see I, that.
0: I love a, that. I love that veteran eighty-eight, but I think the Nebelwerfer Puma combo was far more competitive and mean, frankly.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, there's a lot more flexibility baked into the into yep. the, the the other choice too. Well, it,
0: it, now if the tables are wide open, that eighty-eight's going to be a fragging monster. But if the tables actually have terrain on them, the Warfare is going to be better.
4: It also gives you an extra dice per se, and yep, it allows yeah. a, mo- a mobile unit right. Whereas the ADA is very static.
0: And, the ADA is going
4: nowhere, and right. has a, <laughs> and has a tax of having a toe that you know is a liability for sure. Yeah, you got to have some horses in yeah. there in order dice. Yeah. Well, which is fine. It's an order dice is fine, but it's the liability of a you know losing tow. said order yeah, dice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So that's thousand points that ends up at thirteen order dice. So.
4: So fun, yeah. It's pretty brutal. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I think the only thing I'm missing is the the flame pens. Are...
0: It's in there. No, I, I don't have, oh, I don't you need have one. <laughs> I, I mean, I own one, it's yeah. uh, not that hard to let you borrow one. Uh, I think or I could D- probably D- print one in about yeah, so five D-Cat hours. A print that. Oh, does he? Yep,
4: give me five hours. I can print one. <laughs> give me five hours. I'll get you a tow. Yep. <laughs> toenail poly- you need toe. Poly- poly- toenail polish and all. Nobody else gets that reference Wow I'm the only one that watches that movie oh boy
1: Phil Lebowski cool.
4: yeah it's big Lebowski I got it yeah okay skin abide what's hit I'll abide yeah you'll abide all right um, so I mean that, those are the lists that we brought uh, to go over John's list in in a high level it was a very much an all-comers Japanese list he was not spamming bamboo spearman or right. anything crazy I think he had one or two units of them he it's still serious. had a couple of them. But it wasn't like, and he had a unit of militia. He was he was very much an all comers list. I think he had a. Did he have a more the, the howitzer tank? He had some he did. fun toys. Yep. He definitely was. was a very well rounded list. Yes, it was going to be. It was going to be able to keep up with almost everything. Yep. Yeah, that was so our with John oh, playing it. It would do even better than that. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah we we had no idea what really to expect from the tournament, so we were just trying to put together something that. Would potentially, you know, perform at a, a high level given the opportunity, um, and due to the control that we were likely to have in some of the matchups, um, you know, we just wanted to be able. We we didn't want to be so far out of the game, setting up that um, walking in the door. So we just, you know, we we're gonna see how it goes. So, oh well. So,
4: yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So there you go. So there's. There's us, uh, whatever, us flailing at trying to prepare for a high-level tournament. (laughs) Like, um, because we didn't know what, like Dale Dale said, we didn't know what to expect. So we were just trying to formulate our own plan as to how we were going to tackle this thing. Because it's, we kind of knew what scenarios were, you know, we didn't know at first what the scenarios were going to be, and we started talking strategy around scenarios. And then when they finally announced the scenarios, they weren't exactly matching up with what we thought they were going to be. Right. Uh, so there's some weird stuff there, and then you know, it, unfortunately or fortunately for us, we have we have a fairly robust group of bolt action players in our group, but at this particular moment, nobody was you know playing very much bolt action. So you know, a couple of games I got, I got against uh, someone playing in Norway, in a Norway list, and he was doing weird, goofy shit with a bunch of inexperienced squads, and like. You know, he's playing. He's testing this
3: episode forty. Yeah. Yeah. Just a very
4: bizarre (laughs) list in general. So you're like, I'm not getting a good flavor of whether or not my army is actually performing the way I expect it to. Um, You know, or playing against Dale, which his list again is not. My list probably did not pair up well against it, and it was just like I was hitting my head against a brick wall. I think Pat. Right. If we
3: saw a list like that, we would have put. We would probably put uh, Jeff's list against it.
4: Yes, preferably. If I'm we sure. had
3: that, or, or Johns would have been better. But you and both our lists would do not match up well against that that particular, particular Soviet one. list. Yeah. Wow. Yep.
4: I, I think that Soviet list is a problem child in itself. So anyway, so the all of that stuff was in there, and we hadn't even gotten to pairings yet because we hadn't seen um, any of the other lists.
3: So yeah. Yeah. it was it was called off before the lists were supposed to be. This list was supposed to be out two weeks before the events, so who had had time to analyze those and determine what our matchups could yep. have been, and seen the list and gone, "Wow, we weren't even close to the <laughs> right." We totally missed <laughs> <for laughs>
4: We missed the. Pay- we have you know, quick. Everyone paid the German army.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, so there were so there's there's effectively, and there will continue to be effectively two big unknowns for us going into the tournament, provided that it gets rescheduled and we're still all available and we get to participate, because yep. we're not. There, as far as I know, there isn't going to be a resubmission of lists or anything like that. We're we're talking about our lists because we kind of wish that we'd been able to play them, and it's yeah, who knows? knows. But right. um, those two big unknowns are effectively the meta. We have no idea what we're walking into, <clears throat> and you know, as much as we enjoy the game and we kind of dig into the rules and stuff like that, you know, we're you know, we're not generally all star players or, or or at least I don't think that we are. We don't consider ourselves that. Um, there's certainly better bolt action players in our own club (laughs) (laughs) and so and then the second thing is the terrain Um, those those are pretty significant things that can impact your performance overall and so um, we were just doing our best to prepare the things that we could prepare for um, our lists understanding our lists and the scenarios breaking down the scenarios and figuring out how our list would win in any given scenario whether we were the attacker or defender so
3: and, and know which units that we should be having in reserve if it's required, and which ones should be on the table, and just having those decisions already pre-made for us going into it based on the scenario that we studied. Yeah, yeah.
4: and that was and that was primarily because of time constraints. You know, we right. didn't want to sit in hem and haw at the beginning of the game. You know, here's here's what I'm going to be putting out. Right now, you don't
3: want to be that slow player because right. we're just trying to decide right. something that should be automatic.
4: Well, and, and I think that again kind of plays back to Dale saying, like, we may not have been the we, arguably, we're probably not the best players at the table. Um, I know I wasn't, so the fact that I can take decisions away from myself to, 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 you know, to stop paralysis essentially is beneficial in this circumstance because I have two hours to play a game against someone that's, you know, arguably probably better than me at this game or at least more familiar with some of the stuff that i'm not um so it was me it was like again that was another reason why i took like advanced deployers out is I like, i'm not going to play that phase because it's going to be one less decision i have to make and that particular scenario that particular decision is can be challenging in some circumstances like where am I going to put my sniper? Now I'm playing the counter sniper game. You know all that stuff. So I took that out of my list just from a standpoint of like I don't need to think about this in a time constraint that we had. So that was something another thought I had when I was doing all of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. and so it's it's you know we kind of <coughs> we approached this where we we weren't going to be the best team, but we could try to be the best prepared team. So yeah. um, and that well, that is that is was within our control. So.
4: And I would say yeah. that we'd still i mean we have no idea how well our team would have matched up at this point i I feel like we would have i I'm confident that the four of you guys or the three of you guys would have done just fine, and I feel like I could have held my own well enough to to keep
3: us in the running i who knows
4: yeah I, well that's that's the, yeah, that's the other thing we
3: never practice for is how do you play for a draw when you know your the list that you're up against is is outmatched and how can your list yeah play for a draw and that's, I don't think that's anything we ever got to practicing and i think we we're we we're about to when everything kind of fell apart happened yep
1: yeah we were only about a third or a third or 40 percent of the way through the scenarios as well and yep. so yep. you know as part of as part of all of the breakdown of the notes that we were taking that's a good point one of the things that that we should add to that is so. How how are you going to play for a draw as the attacker or the defender in that scenario? If you know you in a matchup. trouble spot anyway. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah it's a good call.
1: So and of course all the breakdown of the matchups and things like that. We were going to have to handicap all of the lists and all that kind of stuff too. we yep.
4: we got spreadsheets on spreadsheets on yep. spreadsheets. I was and all looking that stuff forward. Yeah, background. I was
1: looking forward to that part of it. So. Yeah.
4: I, I had all the spreadsheets already built and I was ready to well, start trying to bring stuff out. But
1: hopefully we'll be able to use them. So.
4: Yeah, and well, and the other thing is, is and I don't know that we're going to share these right now, but as part of this, well, like Pat said, we made you know we made cheat sheets to to give ourselves you know our units which ones are going to be reserved, which ones are not, kind of that stuff. Obviously, some of that stuff was going to be variable depending on the terrain and some other things, you know, like what you're facing up against. But one of the other things we did with that is we took. You know, as as the four of us and John, John was traveling a fair amount during this time frame that we were doing some of this stuff. You know, like what are like the dirt, down and dirty notes of the of the scenario? What are the things to remember? What are the things to, you know, don't overlook this thing. Don't do this. Uh, which is kind of it was it's very handy for me at least to refresh myself in a really quick format of like what is the scenario that we're playing? You know, because kind of you know. The scenario, the scenario rules are, you know, a page of stuff. I was able to condense that down to two sentences. You know, if you're familiar enough with the rules, to to basically understand, you know, how how the scenario plays. What are the victory conditions? Uh, is a preparatory bombardment? What's the deployment style? All of that stuff could be, you know, a couple lines of text, and yeah, then tell you. The first wave. Yeah, right. All of those things were super easy to put into, a, you know, a single or two or three lines and then have, you know, our notes that we'd kind of compiled as a group of, you know, things to watch out for. I think we talked about one of them in the scenario in a couple episodes ago where, you know, the confused the confused flanks are, you know, like, watch out for this thing. Don't let them get behind you, all of those things. So yeah. you're, like, reminding yourself as you go into a, into a game. And I think... That maybe helps you more when you're preparing for the tournament and you're practicing games than it does in the actual tournament because hopefully by then you've you know familiar, familiarized yourself with it enough. But um, at some point we could probably share those. I think it's it's valuable to just to be able to look at that and go, oh, that's how you guys thought about it. Could be useful for the community <coughs> for sure, and we could be terribly wrong too. I, uh, I'm sure we are in some circumstances. I, yeah, I don't know that you know, but some of those, some of the the you know insights like, that we gathered. Why are, do you
3: have two platoons and you don't have two snipers? You are thinking about that the wrong way.
4: Well, right. right. I'm not going to, I mean, no, none of that is related to uh, army selection or army building, right? It's right. just, here's a here's how the scenario is played. Here's what
3: we think you should look out for. Here are the things you should try and capitalize on. And, and hey, Pat, your play style doesn't make any sense. You should do something else. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's a <laughs> given right, for sure.
4: me, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like, I don't know what you're thinking.
4: I I still don't know what I was thinking when I submitted that list.
1: Dale, that, why I don't like you
3: starts. have three gases? Come on.
1: Well, I I think uh, the big surprise on my list is the, no none of the dog mines. So,
3: right. I
4: appreciate the no dog mine. I think that's a, a for some reason SS fine. You can bring your SS dog mines. I kind of have a tough time with. I don't know. Oh, from but a moral standpoint. Have, what from I just from a, like I don't like dogs blowing up standpoint. And all they're right. not very reliable. I'd rather you bring a Goliath, because that's more reliable.
1: Dogmines
0: are pretty reliable. No, you dog... should bring that tank that poops Goliaths. It's much better.
1: <laughs> so, so
4: right, so yeah, awesome. Right, yeah. Except that's not in a book, so you can't an army of books. I know so why. Not I know. yet, anyway. Until they release version three, anyway. and all of the yeah, stuff it was a makes the Special books. character. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, though. I, there were like four of them. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's uh, you know, again, I'm. Very sad that we didn't get to go. I was looking forward to it. I ate some Irish food at home. Just had some Guinness. <laughs> I built myself a castle in my backyard. It, yeah, it,
1: <laughs> it would have been just an unbelievably great time meeting yep. everybody and just oh man, I'm actually getting kind of sad now with the whole. Yeah, thing.
4: and then to to put the poop poop frosting on the poop cake was that they canceled Bug Eater too. So yep. I was I was. Disappointed because I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to Ireland now. Maybe I'm going to be able to sneak in Bug Eater." You know, like if this will all blown over to some extent, and then it just kind of all went to hell too. So,
3: snafu is still on.
4: As of now, snafu is still on. Yeah, hopefully it stays on. I just I mean, obviously probably we'll thought, keep everyone probably without
3: spectators.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's
3: just not that we had a lot of them. Yes, yeah, say so like, what? Or two or three.
4: <laughs> it's just like everyone stay out. Well,
1: I mean, if if any of the WTC teams want to come to come to uh, Operation Snafu, we'll we'll play a we'll play a round or two. We can set something yeah. up on Friday and Saturday <laughs> night.
4: Absolutely, <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds great. So, <laughs> so yeah, fly over from Europe. USA so. team
1: one will be there for sure. So we just need one more team to show up, and
4: yeah. We'll do an yeah.
1: invitational. Everyone's invited. So
0: I mean, if they come here, can we just call it Worlds anyway? I mean, that's what the U.S. does for every other sport. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> no, no, they don't even have to show up. If we're just snafu is just now the world snafu is world we world win world by default or the world
1: yeah. or the WT world champ, world champion. There yeah, because you
4: know. because it's the World yeah. Series, we just call it the World Series of Bolt Action, and we're just done. There you go, like, yeah. America. But, don't care about anyone else. Apparently. We're the only ones that play this game. Although, in the case of baseball, we're the only ones that are... Well, that's not even true anymore, either. That, what am I saying? There's lots well, of other the only countries playing
3: baseball going on around is Korea, so...
4: Yeah, there's definitely not much baseball going on here. No. Uh, okay. That is our WTC lists. I'm sorry if that bored you and anyone else out there. It gives you some insight into the way we were thinking about a tournament. So, it's, it's fun fun. So
0: now that we've spoken up and you know we're complete jackasses, right? Well, <laughs> well some no of us, some of us brought fluffy
4: bunny, fluffy bunny lists over here.
1: Yeah. So tell us where we went wrong, and I'll start lobbying uh, the WTC officials to let us resubmit our
4: lists. Yeah, There we go. <laughs> I think, there we go. I, think it's, I think there's no way it's not going to happen because, like to what? Pat's point earlier, is there's no way they're going to get every single person to come back, and so so say. So say Pat can't come with us because he has to run Snafu while we all go. Um, you know then I need at
3: least Jeff with me. No, Jeff's
4: <laughs> Jeff's coming with me now. He's coming he's no. gonna play the German list in, in Ireland. Jeff's all
3: sudden freed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can I can hot seat. I can hot <laughs> seat I know, you were talking about it before.
4: <laughs> no, so you know what I'm saying, like now all of a sudden that fourth player doesn't have the army that, you know, John was gonna play or whoever was gonna play, whatever, you know. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that the, 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 the you couldn't, that you would be able to make every list be the
3: exactly same list. Well, and I haven't gotten any direct communication with Paul, um, but uh, we were on Warlord Wednesday and he basically said that he had been on quarantine for whatever time. So he'd been locked down for two, three weeks, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you do not have internet the, without it? Uh, it's tough I, internet in his location. Oh, so. is it? Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, um, and basically his, his drive and focus at this point is getting it rescheduled and not worrying about the rest of the stuff after that. It's just getting the thing rescheduled right. to a, a place that they can do it and worry about the rest later. Got yeah, I mean, if I we can, can, if we can reschedule
1: sense. it far enough in advance to let everyone know, it becomes easier to get on people's schedules. So We'll
0: see. Right. Yep.
1: Keeping yeah. my fingers crossed. So
3: Yep, for sure. That's all we can do. Otherwise, we'll maybe back-to-back months next year. We'll do you know, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty-one. The following month. Or oh something. my god! I, I will no, not just, be just doing
1: skip both it. of those. Yeah, just skip it. Right. If so.
3: if they decide
4: to have one in February of twenty twenty-one, they're just twenty twenty is just done. Like I'm ready to just delete this year anyway from the record, so we could just
0: uh, unplug it and plug it back in. Yeah. <laughs> just blow
4: on the Wait cartridge. Wait ten
3: seconds, though. Someone <laughs> someone to quick. twelve to make sure you don't count too
4: fast.
1: Reboot <laughs> this bitch.
4: Yeah, someone just <laughs> blow on the cartridge, please. Uh, <laughs> No, don't blow in They Get murder hornets. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, what was the
3: post that's on Facebook? What's next? The sodomy geese. Uh, oh, God. And then
4: after that, it was the, the something the, rabbits. Are...
1: I saw one with oh, yeah. sniper, the murder, monkeys. <laughs>
4: sniper,
3: sniper monkeys.
0: Murder death rabbits. Sniper
4: monkeys. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, all of these sound horribly, horribly bad, and I'm glad that we don't have any of these to worry about yet. yet.
0: Um.
3: Yet.
4: I will say my bunny population has grown significantly in our neighborhood for some reason. I don't know. Maybe we'll the lack the dogs are of. Inside. Well, maybe the lack of driving has stopped them from getting run over. I have no idea. Sure. I, I have no idea. There's just millions of them. Or maybe it's just that time of year. It's possible it's just that time of year. It is little column A, little column B. Right. Anyway. So that is our fantastic episode of Tangenting yet again. <laughs> yep. Welcome to quarantine. Yeah.
0: Remember to keep people six feet away so you get a charge reaction when the virus
3: comes yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. Out of A <laughs> charge reaction. Yes. Yeah, you want to be able to fire in response.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's America, damn it.
3: <laughs> it Stand your ground
4: rules? What? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh you might want to cut that one, Pat. <laughs> we we might be done. Yeah. All right. Uh just, just just end this. Just put us out of our misery, Pat.
3: As we always do, this is Snafu over and out.
1: Good night, everyone.
3: Good night. This beautiful. Good night.
6: Baby, you can't bum me, cause I'm feeding neutrality. Got my gun out, can you see? Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bum me. Blitzkrieg, baby, you look so cute, all dressed up in your parachute. Let that propaganda be Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't buy me I'll give you warning Cause I'm afraid I'll have to read. So take my warning or else you'll get this hand grenade. Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me. Better save up your TNT. I don't want no infantry. Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me. <laughs> Big baby, you can't buy me, cause I'm feeding new charity, got my gun out, can you see, Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me Blitzkrieg, baby, you look so cute All dressed up in your parachute Let that propaganda be Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me I'll give you warning Cause I'm afraid you'll have to raid so take my warning, or else you'll get this hand grenade. Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me. Better save up your TNT, cause I don't want no infantry. Oh, Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me.
3: You should start with the Romanian list you didn't play. Dude.
4: Yeah, well and in the primary reason why I didn't try and play that is because I don't think I could have it painted in time. But if it's November ish, I can very easily have that done now. I should start working on it. i pulled it back out and I started looking at it again. I'm like, dude, I could probably have this done for that that tournament.
3: If it's even November. And then well, don't forget that, you know, we've got Operation Snafu in November. That What's that?
0: It's a thing we'd like you to come to.
3: Right? <laughs> I, yeah. I realized you skipped it last year. Yeah. Oh, that's why I
4: don't remember what it is.
3: Got it. All right. Are we ready to hop back in? Don't
0: worry. I'm sure they'll do nationals next spring, so it'll just be like, this is the 2020 nationals immediately
4: followed by the 2021 nationals. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> back to, back, to back. back. Back to back. We could just go to both of them then. That'd be awesome. Better off. All right.